I'm counting seven tangos on the other side. What the hell's he doing? He thinks he can control us with terror. Solid copy, I got your six. Let's move. He thinks he exists outside the law. No clean shot of the target. Stand by. I'll call out your shots. He thinks he can't be touched. But the last thing to ever go through his mind is my bullet. Hello and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 232, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I am your host, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me as always is my good, good, bestest buddy ever, Rob. Hey, what's up everybody? And, you know, you just call me like your good buddy, so that, does that mean that you're the bad and the ugly? That must be. Okay, I definitely I am the ugly, I don't know if I'm that bad, but... <laughs> Oh, uh, heck no. Absolutely. But you're the good, Mudtastic's the bad, because he didn't show up tonight, and I'm the ugly. <laughs> there you go. All right. Done deal. So you can check out our site at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, check out all our podcast episodes there. See what you missed, or uh, be sure to subscribe to us so you don't miss anything. And um, so, Rob, anything exciting happened to you this week? Anything random that you just had to talk about, or... Are you just ready to jump into games? I'm ready to do this, man. Let's do it. All right. How about you? Anything kooky and crazy happen to you? No. No, I'm ready to... Other than than we had hail and ice and nasty storms here in Arizona, it's like, what happened? That's hail, like, twice within two weeks. How big is the hail? They're small. Little pellet size. That's kitty stuff. Still, like, what? We We had, like, eight inches of snow. That's yeah. Well, we had lots of snow up in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we got hail. So just outside of us, we got several inches of snow. But anyways, and it, that. And it snowed in Tucson, I think, uh, a couple weeks back. Well, we but, had we had snow here. It snowed here, right here in town in Mesa yeah. a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. I was stick? looking at the snow. It No, it didn't here. It was only real brief, but... The mountains that I can see around me, which never have snow on them, had snow on them for a couple of days. <laughs> it was like it was so weird to see. It's like, yeah, the, never snow up there. <laughs> yeah, because you know the the mountains that always look the same year round now look different. <laughs> like what's that? <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, what's that white stuff? <laughs> They're dusty. <laughs> so, but anyways, let's move on to something fun and exciting. For um, sure. What have you been playing this week, Rob? I've been playing uh, some Tomb Raider, and uh, I just I'm loving that game. I, you want to talk about it now or later? Oh, dude, I so badly want to talk about it. I, in fact, I had planned to do a spoiler cast. Mudastic was going to join us, and I think it's my fault um, because he said he was going to join us, and then I guess all the rest of the country and the world, you all decided to to spring ahead your clocks today. You know, in Arizona, we don't do that. And so I I had fallen asleep on the couch tonight watching some programs with my kids, and my little boy fell asleep right next to me. So I woke up. Uh, it was like 7.15, 7.10. I was like, hey, did you guys get your cupcakes? And they're like, no. And like, so we went and we're getting cupcakes. I got all the cupcakes that were sitting at the table. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I look at the clock, and it's like 7.15 or something. And I'm like, 
wait a minute, everybody changed times. I'm supposed to be recording like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so, Yikes. I don't know if, if Mud was on and said, oh, that jerk wingman stood me up and, and just left, but Rob was still hanging on here waiting for me, knowing that it was my stupid clocks that I didn't change that messed me up. So Yeah, the... This happens every year now that you're Mr. No Time Zone Change. I know. And, you know, it stinks because my <laughs> clock actually changes, and I can't get it. I've got one now that automatically changes, and I, there's no setting for no changing it. it, it just oh, yeah, that's so right. I woke up this morning and thought I was late for church. <laughs> you still got that clock? I need to change it out, dude, because it drives me nuts. The only thing that saved me is I was running into the bathroom to go get dressed, I'm like, my, I'm like, why is the wife still asleep? And I look at her clock, and hers is an hour behind mine. And I stopped, and I was like, what? So then I look at my phone, and I'm like, oh, they must have changed times today because everything else was an hour behind. I'm like, a stupid clock. Because <laughs> yeah. it's worse That's when funny. I didn't know because, you know, down here they don't talk about it. No one announces it like, you know, they do. Oh, like, yeah. You on the news, don't forget to set your clocks. Well, here they don't do it. It's not so relevant. I just woke up. I was like, oh, no, we're late for church. Oh, good thing was, and I realized what time it was, I, I wasn't late. And I had like another hour to sleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah. So you went back to bed. Exactly. So yeah, that, that reminds me of uh, when I was in college. Uh, I wasn't like feeling too good when I got home. I, I had morning classes that day. So I got home and it was maybe like two o'clock. So I just laid down this awful, awful headache. And then I woke up and it was somewhere around like seven or eight. Now I've got an eight o'clock. I had an eight o'clock class at the time. It was like seven or something like that. And I just look at the clock. I'm like, holy crap, I'm late. So I'm like rushing, you know, getting all my stuff on. And then, you know, I'm dressed and I'm like running out the door. And then I look and it's like dark. I'm like, oh, it's, it's nighttime, <laughs> not morning. That's in my story. Okay. <laughs> so, you've been playing Tomb Raider. Yes, sir. You like it? I like it lots. You know, I've got to say and that... i got to say, notice real quick, that was one heck of a... You were saying, asked me if I wanted to talk about Tomb Raider, and all of a sudden I said, oh, yes, I want to. And 15 minutes later, we, we're not talking about it. We're talking about our changing of our clocks. That's pretty yeah. pathetic. So we need to keep ourselves on task. <laughs> We're just so discombobulated because of Tomb, Tomb Raider. So what, so yes, let's talk about Tomb Raider. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. But not spoiler cast. Okay, well, that's all you played this week, right? Yeah. Okay, so let me, let me give you my list real quick, and we'll come back to Tomb Raider. Um, because I do want to talk about it. Yes, we were going to do our spoiler cast. We're not going to do it, but I'm still going to talk about this freaking amazing game so i also played some skylanders giants um with the sim city debacle i picked up tropico 4 <laughs> for for uh i got tropico 4 with i got the gold edition so it has like some dlc and stuff i got a brand new for 30 bucks so i was like not bad uh picked up guitar hero metallica uh on the super cheap for like eight bucks so wow. and uh i played it before but i like it yeah and um, in in this little tiny amazing game called Tomb Raider. So that's All what right, I played. Let's get, this let's get down to business. Let's then. talk Tomb Raider, baby. But no spoilers, of course. I don't think Rob, you probably didn't even get past the the prologue or the introduction. So. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> 
All right, so you start first. I climb I, my, fir- I climb my first wall. You. <laughs> yes, I think so. But I, I've got to say that out of all the Tomb Raiders that I've played, and especially like the first one, the first one was my favorite just because it was so amazing compared to anything else. And I've got to say this is by far the best Tomb Raider uh, ever, and if not, probably one of the best games that's been out on the 360 probably in the past year or two. Amen, brother. Amen. I and so, I I've never played another Tomb Raider game. This is my first Tomb Raider game, and yeah, okay. I'm like, like holy buckets, man! What have I been missing? Because, what What did you say? Holy buckets. Holy buckets. Holy buckets, man! What have I been missing? Because <laughs> I found out. Now I you know hey, I've talked duty. about. I've talked about. Uncharted and how I love Uncharted and how amazing that game is. Well, I found out this week that Uncharted essentially kind of stole its idea or originated, not stole, I don't want to use stole, but it kind of came from Tomb Raider, okay? So Tomb Raider was first, and Uncharted series kind of came from that. So as much as I've loved that game, I never realized that Tomb Raider was kind of along the lines of Uncharted. You know, or vice versa. You know, so, but I played. I played the dude. I, I beat the game, and I was trying not to beat it this week because I did not <laughs> want it to end, dude. At points, I was oh, like, wow. okay, I'm not going to keep going in the story. I want to go back. I'm going to do some collectible looking and yeah. work on my challenges because I really was concerned I was getting too close. And every time I go to my save file, it's like, oh. You're fifty eight percent done. Oh, you're seventy eight percent done. I'm like I got on the other night, it was like eighty one and I'm like, I can't play the game tonight. Otherwise I'm gonna finish it, you know. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I gotta just go knock all my challenges and it was like you know, and it was like like, like what's up on that ledge? (laughs) It took me like an hour and then I was done. The only thing I had left to do was to move forward in the game. And I did and I finished it and I was I was so like excited and happy. You know, it was such an amazing game, but at the same time, I'm like, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like bummed out, like you wouldn't believe. Wow. I, I honestly, dude, as much as I loved Uncharted, I this game, in my opinion, is better. And, okay. and I, I'm not I... really sure why. I think it looks better. Um, the game is, oh my. Gosh, it's gorgeous, man. I mean, you're on, but you're playing the PC version, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. So, I'm, I'm sure it looks amazing. Uh, it does on your game too. And I'm actually kind of surprised because my video card—it's an older card. It was, I don't know, I think it came out in 2007. It's the NVIDIA uh, 8800 GTS 512, and it runs smooth on there. I mean. I was expecting it to be choppy and or not run at all, but it runs pretty good. Yeah, the game is absolutely beautiful. Um, it, it looks great, and what I think is so cool is that. Oh, besides all of it. Besides the whole incredibly <laughs> beautiful package that yeah. is Tomb Raider, um, I think it's cool how, like, Laura will get. I mean, you just see her get dirty and bloody. And, and, and it stays there until she ends up getting dumped into some river or something or right. having to 
crawl and crawl through some water or something to get under yeah. eat some rocks under the water. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's washed off of her. Not all of it though, but a lot of it's washed off. So she's kind of sort of. But it's like it if if she's not in the water, that stuff just keeps getting caked on her. And they've done so much. Like when she comes ziplining down something, and she's got that axe in her hand, and that's what she's you yeah. know mm-hmm. ziplining. You can see smoke. Oh, like wow. coming off of the the rope, you know, which is like, yeah, and I'm like, that would really happen. That would happen, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, I was making a comment to Matasic. I was like, that is so cool. I mean, there's just those little details that I'm noticing that are just amazing, you know. It's just I love it. And if you've played Uncharted, if you liked Uncharted. Or, and here's my thing. I'm going to tell people right now. If you loved Uncharted and you haven't played this game, you need to get Tomb Raider. Absolutely. Stop what you're doing and go get this game. <laughs> because this game, in my opinion, is even better. And that's and that's hard to say because I love Uncharted. I, I mean, I really do. But I think, I don't know what it is. And I, I mean, it feels very similar, but yet it, it is different. And I can't express why. I think the bow and arrow really adds a lot. There's so many things that this that you you can build on to and, and upgrade that thing. It's, that thing is just awesome. I love playing with the bow and arrow. Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, it killed me to use the other weapons because yeah, I was trying to do it because, you, you yeah. know, you're like, well, you got to get 75 kills with the rifle. And you're like, I don't want to use the rifle. I'm going to use this bow <laughs> and arrow. You can't make me. I got flaming arrows now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so, but um, the, the game is better. And it now, and I mean, put it this way. If you've played this Tomb Raider or you love Tomb Raider and you've never played Uncharted, stop what you're doing. Go get a PS3. If you already have one, go get go get the Uncharted series because they're fantastic. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, Tomb Raider. The, the, oh my gosh, dude! I have been so hooked. Uh, the other day it was like I was like two in the morning, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta quit. I got I had to force myself to quit. Knowing I had to get up and go to work in a couple hours, I, you know, it, it's just I'm just getting lost in it and I'm getting hooked on it and yeah yeah oh even I mean, the collectible so... stuff was I wish every game did collectibles like this one did you know and I've heard other people complain about it and I'm like yeah there's a lot but you can upgrade your character eventually with the abilities to see stuff you can pick up a treasure map and then everything appears on the map in that region yeah, the map so helps. You, yeah you know and you can use your uh survival instinct vision and you know the only thing that doesn't appear are the challenges that don't appear in the map but you can use your instinct as you go through the map and try and find them and it's not that hard you know it really isn't i had to go and look i think i had to look a youtube up for like one mine because I just couldn't find this thing. And the sad thing was, is I the one that I thought I was missing, I went to that spot several times looking for it and never saw it. So yep, yep. I had to YouTube it. Um, but uh, yeah, everything, most of that stuff is real. It's not hard. And it's fun going back and you're like, okay, it's up there. All right, I see the thing gleaming at me. How do I get up to that point? You know, and sometimes... What's really cool about this game is they force you to move on and leave it and come back later because you'll get like um, different attachments for some like for your bow, like with the ropes. And then you get um, you'll get ropes that you can shoot um, arrows with a rope on it, like across a chasm and then tie it off to a post. And then you can zip, zip you know, zip either zip line down or you can crawl across. And then later on, you get this um, 
forgot what it's called, but it's, it's like a little uh, winch or a pulley, so you can jump on it and hit the X button, and it goes zip, and you can zip way up up the line really fast, you know. Yeah. So you get so those those types of tools kind of require you to you know you'll have to move on till you get them, and then you come back. Um, there's certain doors you can't open until you get certain upgrades, and so and you do have to come back. And, and I'll tell everybody now that you can complete the game. And then come back in and do all your collectibles and your challenges. Now, I wasn't sure, so I made sure everything was 100% before I went on. And it does tell you um, the last mission's called, like, Point of No Return, I think. I think it was Point of No Return. And it tells okay. you yeah. that once you go past this campsite, you can no longer fast travel. Okay, So it essentially says you're at the end of the game. If there's anything you want to do... And, and really what it comes down to is if you want to upgrade your weapons or you need more salvage to finish stuff, take care of that before you move on if you want all this stuff before you go into the final part of the game. Right. But you can go on. When the game come, finishes, it does allow you to go back in and fast travel and do stuff, and which is a good thing because I didn't get the achievement for all my challenges completed. And I was like, What? And when it came up, it says your your campaign is 99% complete. I'm like, dude, everything said 100%. So I went back in, and I looked at every camp tent little campsite, and it shows you the stats, what you mission. Everything was there. I'm like, I'm 100% across the board. And then I found out that there's one area that I was missing. Uh, I didn't complete the challenge, and it was in an area that you can't fast travel to. So I had to go back to the beach and find my way back to this area, and then go complete that challenge. But I, once I did, even after the game was over, I went back and I completed it, got my achievement. So, okay. So you know, it, it's you can get them all right away ahead of time, or you can do them afterwards, however you want to play the game. So, but oh my gosh, dude, it's a fantastic game. Oh yeah, it's it's so cinematic, and it just draws you into the story. Like I just remember in the beginning, like. It's been like first 10, 15 minutes of the game where, you know, she was uh, in that underground area. You know, she got dragged in off the beach or whatnot. Uh-huh. And in that underground area, and she's just like trying to scramble out. And, you know, it's, you know, she's trying to climb up this thing and, you know, there's rocks coming down. And then, you know, eventually she gets out and, you know, or she fell on that little spike that little arrow thing that got oh, her on the side. The rebar, and man. Then, yeah, and then something <laughs> got her in the arm, and it's like, and then she's got to go after that deer, and it's like, oh, come on. It's like <laughs> one thing after another, but it, it, it's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it definitely gets you into the game. It's it's fantastic. I mean, it's so, so well done. I, I was sucked in right at the beginning, too. I mean, just immediately immersed into it. And I remember when, when she was falling on that rebar it's like right before she's falling it's like the camera switches and you see that piece of rebar there and i'm just like oh that's gonna hurt you know yeah. i even said it out loud and then she's like slammed onto it and you see her curl up and grab her side i'm just like oh man that's gotta hurt oh yeah <laughs> and i kept saying through this whole game man I would just quit man i would give <laughs> up if i was her how she could just keep going i'm like I just kept saying, this chick's having a bad day. This She's chick's a having a bad week. Oh, she is now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's one of the things I loved about this game was that 
this this takes you back you know she's you know very new it's like you know what is this supposed to be her first adventure out or something so she's not this you know she's just kind of more of like I'm an expert on this field or, you know, knowledge, like an intellectual, not someone that's gunning and climbing and jumping and killing. And, you know, so when she first starts out, I mean, it's just she's just like, what is going on? She's, you know, uh, just this innocent person. And I'll tell you what, by the end of it, man, she's executing some pretty brutal moves on people. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. It was like at the end of the game. I walked up at one point, and I and she'll take her machine gun. You have the prompt, like if you get somebody down, it prompts you. You can run up to them and hit the Y button, and it's like I had my machine gun drawn. So she shoves a machine gun in the guy's face and just pulls the trigger. Man, I'm just like, oh, this is it's so brutal. I mean, she just, you know, her character changes from the very beginning to you know from yeah. the beginning to the end. It's 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 a it's a one eighty, man. She's just. Oh, what's going on? This is horrible. I can't hurt anybody to I'm gonna slice your head off with my action. Oh my god. But it's like it's all believable too. I mean that's that's what was so cool about this game. It's like you get why she changed. You get why you know I mean it's like you felt that emotion. Like you were said when she was trying to get out uh in the beginning and she's going up that rock thing, and it's like I'm gonna I'm going back and forth, left trigger, right trigger, you know, back and forth on the triggers. Right, right. And mm-hmm. she's trying to climb up, and stuff keeps hitting her, and then she gets out, and she's falling, and gets stabbed. I mean, you just, it's just like, oh man, I, I'm. It's you, intense. Yeah, it's, it's intense, like, and it, it sucks you in. Yeah, and and as as time goes on, you know, her walking up and lopping some dude's head off is believable. You know, I mean, it's not like yeah. You know, some of these other games that we've played where it's just like, whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, I, you know, it's like if I went through everything she's going through, I'd be, I'd be not, not, you know, chucking heads too. <laughs> it's just, oh my gosh, the story was fantastic. Absolutely oh, superb yeah. writing. So, and with the uh, visuals in the game, they did a really good job with oh. the, um, mo- I mean, it must have been motion capture. You know, to get the motion of the people walking around and just their mannerisms. I mean, it was extremely well done. And so far, you know, maybe I haven't been able to see any of the artifacts or whatnot based on just the fact that, you know, I'm so drawn into the story. But, you know, I didn't see any place where somebody's, you know, walking and then all of a sudden, you know, mid stride you know they turn 45 degrees you know and they keep walking i mean it's 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 all realistic yeah the only only saw one glitch in the entire game and i've oh let me see how many hours i've put on this thing it it's probably going to be pretty embarrassing let me go over to raptor and see uh <laughs> what i've done um this will definitely be one of my higher games but um it's, uh, I only saw one thing where like a flashlight was floating in midair. Uh, okay. and that's it. Um, t- let's see, Tomb Raider, I played a total of 13 hours. So, well, and I completed the campaign and I yeah. took my time. I mean, I, I seriously took my time on it. Um, really tried to extend it out and I, I don't, you probably could beat the campaign, and I've played it on easies. There's no achievements for any hard level. There's just one to complete the game. So 
you don't have to go through and play it on the harder levels. Um, I still found that the easy was challenging at times. Um, I died a couple of times, but usually it was like you're missing your jumps or you're not timing something right. Um, I did die a couple of times because of enemies. So, you know, but you don't have to do it, but you can play on the easy. But, yeah, I mean, 13 hours yeah. to do a campaign, that's pretty dang good quality. You know, that works for me. I got my money's worth. And um, one thing about the game, too, is that in a couple areas, it's extremely forgiving in terms of, um, you know, remember that one area with the Russians where she's uh, handcuffed or what, or her hands are tied together? Oh, yeah. There was that one area where she kind of, you know, goes into this little hidey hole and then that Russian guy attacks her. Yeah. I must have gone through that thing probably 20, 30 times because I couldn't figure out what keys to hit on the keyboard. Oh. <laughs> I'm like... What am I supposed to be clicking? No. <laughs> Space bar? No. Moving? No. And then, uh, you know, thankfully, it doesn't make you restart like five minutes before that spot. You know what I mean? It's like if you mess up that attack scene, you know, it starts maybe five seconds before that. That's so annoying to, you know, miss that jump or whatnot and then have to, you know, play another 10 minutes to get back to that spot. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it was that was the part where, like, she was hiding in the thing, and he just saw her, right? And he just walks yeah. up and grabs her out of that of her hiding place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she like knees him and then bites his ear or whatever neck. Yeah, that was another one that was kind of a, a tense scene. <laughs> but yeah, the game's just phenomenal. You know, let's just say that if you haven't tried it yet, pause the, uh, you know, the podcast right now, go to the store and uh, play it and we'll wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Was that great? Was that a great game or what? <laughs> yeah. We'll wait for you. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think <did>. so. <laughs> no, it's the magic of pause and play, dude. There you go. They're already back from the store and they already played. Exactly. But it just it's just phenomenal. This this game can easily be my game of the year so far. Oh, I I've been calling it to game of the year. Um just absolutely impressive. Best thing I have played in a very long time. Um so it it's um I think it's gonna be hard pressed for any game to top this. I mean I know we're early in the year but I, I was absolutely floored by this. Yeah. You know, I mean, what was I saying earlier was my game of the year? Because um, I was calling something else out. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to look at my card and see what I played yeah. recently to because I was saying something was oh well Hitman maybe it was Hitman I was talking about. Okay. Um. The, yeah. This 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 game is game of the year absolutely I, it's going to be hard pressed for something to surpass this yep. um i rented this i'm probably going to keep it even though i've beaten the game and i don't plan to do the multiplayer uh played a little bit didn't really care for it um it's pretty pretty wonky and if you're not a level 60 already you're just getting slammed you know so anybody you know it's one of those, one of those deals where 
you know, the higher levels will smoke you right off the bat and it doesn't put you in. So when you're new, it doesn't put you in like a lobby with new people. You know, we were in with level 40 and 50 people, Mudtastic and I, right, right up when we first went to play in as level ones, and we just getting slaughtered, you know, because they got all the upgrades and we don't have anything. So, you know, that's kind of frustrating. It did remind me of Max Payne 3 multiplayer, but I liked Max Payne 3 multiplayer. I could, there's just something about this one. I couldn't get into it. I really didn't like it. Um, it just felt, I, I, I had to say wonky. I mean, I see, and even Mud said, that it seems to be, um, I think his words was, you know, like stuttery or jumpy or it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be very smooth. Um, maybe it was our internet connection. Maybe it was something with the host, uh, whoever was hosting it. I don't know. Um, it just wasn't very smooth. And I'm like, yeah, I can do without this. But the campaign is fantastic. I'm probably going to buy this game. And I, you know what? I want to because this is one of those games that, I beg everybody to please go out and buy a copy because the developer deserves the money. And if they don't, if they don't sell enough to, you know, I want a sequel, man. This one screams you gotta have a sequel. And we gotta support these people. We gotta pay for our copies. So buy it and, you know, support the developers. This, this game is absolutely worth it. It's fantastic. Was this the game that I think we talked about a couple shows back where there was no DLC planned or something. There is already is DLC, the but it's um, right now it's multiplayer DLC, and I don't I don't see how they could put campaign DLC. I'd buy any campaign DLC they put out for this game. <laughs> you want to think about it for a little while? No, I'd buy any campaign DLC <laughs> they put out. I, I don't care what price they put on it, dude. I'd pay twenty bucks for probably a one-hour campaign expansion. Yeah. I mean, I love the game just that much. I mean, it's, you know, oh, my gosh, uh, it's, it's fantastic. In fact, let me see. I'm going to um, – I mentioned in our Facebook group about this. In fact, uh, in fact a couple people did, but one guy wrote in here um, – he said, just picked up Tomb Raider last night on the PS3. And I have to say, this game gives Uncharted major competition. Don't get me wrong, I love Uncharted, but Tomb Raider is an amazing game in both gameplay and graphics. Yep. You know, and I'm like, exactly. I mean, it, it's, I, I don't, I feel bad when I say this is better than Uncharted. Because I love Uncharted, Uncharted is awesome. But... You know, and Uncharted hooked me too. I mean, I was drawn in up and except for the third Uncharted, there was something about Uncharted Three that just, man, I feel they really failed me on that game for some reason, and I, I don't know what it was, but right. uh, this one just, I don't know. It's like they raised the bar a little higher. They did, it just was just a little bit better. Um, I love it. Um, 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 Mr. Wilkes said, "Have it now on 360 and fun so far." Mark, you were right. Multiplayer is generic and will boost it eventually, um, but he uh, he really liked the game, and I because I made a comment in here. I'm trying to find it. Oh, I just started playing Tomb Raider tonight. I can't stop playing. The game is amazing. It reminds me of Uncharted, only better. This is so good. Might just have to keep this game. Let me blast out some of these comments. Um, 
Zybo said, did you try the multiplayer? I was dying, respawning always, not sure if it's due to my network in this game. As for the story, nice routinely storyline. Uh, yeah, I was not a fan of the multiplayer. Uh, Joey says, I'm loving it so far. Matt says, I must concur that this game is a great game. Multiplayer is going to take some getting used to, but I'm enjoying the whole thing so far. Wilk says, may I... Oh, okay, that was before he bought it. Um... And then, let's see, I think they branched off into some other stuff. Um, there was questions about the collectibles, like I, I just explained how that works. It's probably one of the easiest way, games to get all the collectibles. Um, okay, and then here's John. Here, here's John. He says, I had to take a break on the single player and play some multiplayer. Simply for the reason I am not looking forward to the game ending. The longer I po- postpone it, the longer I know I have to look forward to it. <laughs> so, and I'm I'm exactly here with John. I'm like, I purposely was trying to find ways not to go to the last part of the game, but I wanted to keep playing. Um, it's sad today I didn't play at all, and um, but I'm like, I'm thinking about restarting and playing again. I mean, I think I want to turn right around and just play the game over again. Um. So it's got some great comments. Um, I have not seen anyone come up with anything bad on this game. I haven't looked at any official reviews or not, but um, you know, if that's my recommendation, my recommendation for everybody on this is go get it. It's it's a fantastic game. Um, it is. It's fantastic. It'll probably be some of the best gaming you'll do this year on your Xbox. Are you still there? I had a uh, a four and a half year old interruption. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> a little uh, intermission of sorts. I think oh, we so might we might it's... get to do a spoiler cast. I, I I'm getting messaged from uh, Mr. Montastic. <laughs> So let's see, uh, he sent this to me just a few minutes ago. We'll see if I can get him in here, but um, anyways. But yeah, I mean, so with uh, the Tomb Raider game, do you have any desire to try any of the other ones? Well, you know, it's a good question. Because you've never played them. I know, but the thing is, it's like I loved Hitman Absolution, so I went and bought the HD collection of the older games, Yep. and... I, they're they're just so they're so old, dated, so dated that it, and I'm like I can't play this. I didn't even play Blood Money. I was trying to get through the first one, and I'm just like, oh, I can't do this. You know, it's like I, I can't figure out why. You know what I'm doing wrong with that? But I think the problem there is those games were pretty much designed to you had to stealth, and I think it's extremely hard to stealth in that game. Um, and I played Ab- Absolution where you could just be like. I can just run through there and blow everybody away. You know, that's the way I like. That's why I like Splinter Cell Conviction. I played other Splinter Cell games, didn't really care for them that much. I'm not, I'm not a sneak game. I'm not a stealth player. You know, it's just not my game style. I want to just go at people, man. I like action. I want to be able to run and gun. And Conviction allowed me to do it. Um, Absolution allowed me to do it. Um, It was harder. Absolutely, you know, but you could, you know, it's it was easier to play Absolution if you did sneak it, and I and I was forced to sneak sometimes, but um, it, you you know, 
with the older games and Hitman, you can't. So I don't think that the older Tomb Raider games would, you know, I don't think they would probably be up to par of this. I really don't know. I don't even know if there's another Tomb Raider game on the Xbox. I haven't even looked. You know, are, are there, can I play other Tomb Raider games on 360? I don't know. Never. <laughs> I'll have to, I guess I'll have to check that out. But I, right now, I'm kind of thinking no because of my experience with going back, because I'd never played Hitman either. And um, when I went back and played, tried to play the older stuff, I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. So. Because yeah, a lot of the other Tomb Raiders, I mean, the ones that I've played are, I don't want to say they're nothing like this, but they're a lot different. Like, especially the first one. For when it came out, which was, I don't know when that was, probably like mid-90s, I mean, it was phenomenal. Yeah. But by today's standards, it's probably extremely lacking. And it was very much a, you know, like a puzzle-solving game. It's like, okay, I need to get up to that ledge. How do I do that? Well, I pull this, you know, push this block over here, you know, climb up on top of it you know, climb that wall, you know, it's, it, I was actually expecting that a lot in the new game, and I'm actually pleasantly surprised that there, that there isn't a lot of that. Because yeah. it was annoying at times, especially when you're kind of stuck, you know what I mean? It just, you, you need to get up there and you're like, how the heck do I, <laughs> do I get out there? Because you know, right in the beginning of the game, I kind of got stuck in that one area where, you know, you go under that waterfall, and you have to light the torch to burn those two things to drop down something. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's... It was like right in the beginning of the game, because I, I got stuck in there for like 10 minutes before I actually figured out that I, you know, what you needed to do to load up the uh, the boxes. And send them down the side chute. Yeah, there was um, the like. Yeah, that was your like what the first tomb you were in. This was probably within the first couple of minutes of the game. Yeah, because there's that. I think the first tomb you go into, it's like kind of puzzly, and then you're gonna you oh, gotta yeah, figure yeah, yeah. out like all the tombs like had kind of like these puzzle things right. that you had to like figure out how stuff work and and how to do things and to, and to be able usually, to progress and. And it usually involves setting something on fire. <laughs> fire! Fire! <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know if it was the first tomb, but there's one, you know, it's like you have to light these hanging things, and then that lessens the weight so the uh, thing doesn't drop down anymore. It's on a pulley. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then the, some of them were timed where, like, you've got to drop the little things down and then... As they're coming down, jump on it real quick and get over to something else real quick. So, you know, the platforming and stuff was pretty good. And what was cool about the platforming for Tomb Raider, it was kind of like some of them were a little bit of a challenge. I don't think they were that bad. I got a couple where I actually remember I was on, on in a party with Mudtastic, and, and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm doing, and I can't figure this one out. And he's like, you're on the right track, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had a couple where I'm like, no, don't tell me. I want to figure it out. And then I, when I would figure it out, I was like, yes! You know, it's like you felt like 
oh, I'm just awesome because I can figure this out, you know. But I had one, and it, it, I finally told her, I said, okay, dude, I'm missing something. I can't figure this out. So he told me kind of what I had to do. And then I'm just like, I felt stupid. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, and then I kind of felt bad. It's like I couldn't, you know, I felt like what a bummer. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't do it on my own. You know, I had to ask for help. But it's just <laughs> it's like so, a, it's okay, Mark. You know, usually it's like, you know, if you get stuck, oh, I'll go look at a YouTube. I don't really care. This one, I cared. I didn't want to YouTube to figure out the solution. You know, it was kind of weird. It's like, I've, it's just not normal. <laughs> okay. And I got to make one comment about uh, how everything's laid out in a game. Who builds those like temples and stuff on the sides of mountains. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, really? <laughs> you're you're going to build these things with these tiny little wooden bridges connecting them that are going to fall apart? It's like, come on. That's crazy town. <laughs> but it makes for good game. That's for sure. Well, I'm trying so, to... I'm trying to apologize for my pausing here. I'm Mudtastic is messaging me back on a through Xbox.com. He's trying to get on here, but he, I don't see him. He says he's calling us, and I don't even see him online. So uh, he might be joining us. So well, I guess we could curtail the Tomb Raider talk, because if he does get on, we're going to end up doing a spoiler cast at the end of the show. We haven't spoiled anything uh, so far, um, but I think we should probably just go ahead and move on. At this well, point. I mean, that's the end of the show, right? I mean, we just spent the last hour talking about Tomb Raider. No, we got other stuff to talk about, so. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. So, let's go into the first one, and Rob, you're going to be so stoked. Um, yes, I am. Telltale is targeting the fall of 2013 for The Walking Dead, the game, Season 2. That seems like it's so far away, though. It's so far away from here. <laughs> um, yes, it does. When we're Ouch. talking, when we're talking The Walking Dead, and you know, if I have to wait till tomorrow, that's too far. Um, but that's okay because we know there's more on the way, and we know they're going to do an outstanding job, and I can deal with just having to wait. So, um, the current estimate release window for season two of The Walking Dead is for fall of this year, and. Um, so they did clarify that because I guess there were some questions some people thought wasn't going to be until 2014. Um, but no, they said they are going to be out the fall of this year. So that's good news. Hopefully in the beginning of the fall versus the end of the fall. So here's my question for you, Rob. If yeah. they come out and do it episodically like they did last time, which I'm yep. expecting that they will. Oh, for sure. And if they do, then we know they'll they'll release the, the disc with all the content on it. Are you going to wait to get the disc, or are you going to do it? Absolutely not. You're going to do it in the content every yeah, time they release just, it? Yeah, do the episodic, because I, I need to recover. <laughs> I need to recover, <laughs> you know, for a couple of weeks in between the yep. in between the. Sh in the episodes that's exactly what i was thinking it's like i wish i kind of want to go buy the game to have the box even though i bought the game digitally it's like i want the boxed version on my shelf you know i still not pass that whole you know digital download thing it's like i want the box on my shelf so but 
See, I, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. I, I was actually uh, cleaning my desk the other day, and I had all my stuff from Diablo. So, you know, I had uh, – it comes with this little notepad, uh, you know, the box and stuff like that. I'm like, what am I going to do with this stuff? And I just chucked it. You know, it's like you, you can't keep all that stuff. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, you know, why did I bother going to the store? I should have just digitally downloaded it. But it is nice to have the box for a little while until you need more room. Okay, I'm going to invite – okay, let's let's take a s- s- moment here and see if this ha- if this works. We may have Colin joining us here. All right. And hopefully it won't kill our recording. <laughs> As the poor guy's been trying to get into our call. <laughs> we're calling. We're dialing. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything yet. I tell you, he can't probably can't figure out how to work Skype. He must be Canadian or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Looks like it's a no-go. Let me try it again. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh I'm maybe. Seeing, I'm seeing the call go out to him. We may have Mudtastic on the line here shortly, folks. Try to contain your excitement. It's a big question mark on my end. Oh, oh there he is. I think we're connected. Holy crap. Can you hear me? Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mudtastic! Woo-woo! <laughs> live by the power of the internet. <laughs> I want to be live by my iPad. That's <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. What nobody yet knows, we've been recording for an hour, and what nobody yet knows is that we actually have a lurker on the podcast this week. They're just listening in. They haven't said a word. They're on mute. They can't listen to us at work anymore, and so they're trying to listen to the show ahead of everybody else. So if you want to talk bad about Canadians, now's your time because I told him <laughs> he's not allowed to come off mute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I see who it is. <laughs> but welcome, welcome, Mud. Yeah, welcome. Hey, Glad you made it. Thanks. Long time, uh, long time listener, first time caller, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, maybe not. So we will go ahead and, yay, we're going to have a spoiler cast. But we just got done talking about Tomb Raider for about an hour, Rob and I. So we will uh, we'll curtail the spoiler cast stuff, and we'll really dig into the game after uh, the rest of the stuff. So, so we should probably Watch just it. rip tear through the show then, because <laughs> it's going to be an hour Tomb Raider in the beginning and an hour in the back end. <laughs> well, yeah, but we'll let we'll let Mud kind of uh, talk about it, probably yeah. for the most part. I know, Rob, you're not going to be able to say much more than what you probably did. <laughs> so, Rob, what you're saying is that you're getting it from the front and you're getting it from the behind. Whoa. No, that's what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Family show. <laughs> radio edit. <laughs> Actually, no, that would have been radio edit, radio edit, radio edit. Um, okay, so anyways, um, yeah, Walking Dead, um, season two coming out at the end of this year, and I'm with Rob. I'm going to probably buy it episodically, even though I want the disc on my shelf, so, um, but I'm going to get it. I can't wait, and I, and again, I, I'm with you, Rob. I can't handle sitting down doing the whole thing all at once, man. I gotta take a break, man. That game's just too tense, so. I'm looking forward to seeing what happened with Clementine. We'll, we'll get to play it again, uh, yep. at the end of the year, so. And if they do another five episodes like they did last year, 
then, you know, if they started in the fall, so let's assume October, you know, you're going to have to wait probably until maybe this time next year to get the retail disc. Yeah, pretty much. So, I can't wait. Yeah, there's, there's no way I'd wait that long. So. Oh, and also, Rob, you were asking, we were talking earlier about some Tomb Raider games on the Xbox 360. There is Tomb Raider Underworld, Tomb yeah. Raider Legend, and Tomb Raider Anniversary. All available for the 360. I might just have to pick them up and try them. I mean, I know they're not going to be anywhere near as good as what I just played, but yeah, I, I might just have to do that. <laughs> yeah, pick up the the latest one, <laughs> and then maybe work your way backwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I think one of them had a whole bunch of them in there. Maybe that was anniversary. Let me click on it and see what it says. Uh, product details. Um, the, yeah, the, in 1996, the original Tomb Raider was launched, the 3D, blah, 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 blah. So this might be a redoing uh, of the first game. They're developing a new Tomb Raider venture for blah, 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 blah. So this one, inspired by the original Tomb Raider video game, the anniversary faithfully preserves the elements which made the original such a classic. So using an, an enhanced Tomb Raider legend game engine, the graphics, technology, and physics bring her adventure and pursuit Blah, 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 up to today's technology. So, yeah, that might be the first game that they redid, it sounds like. And then okay. I, I might the try uh, uh, with the Legend engine. And then I think Underworld was the last one that came out. Maybe Legend was. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to see when they were released. But yeah. So I might just have to try it because, I mean, even if they're, like, similar, you know, with the puzzle. Now, Mud, I guess I could ask you, Mud, have you played the previous Tomb Raider games? No, I have not. Oh, so you're in the same boat as me. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go back and try the Crystal Dynamics ones that were made, um, but I'm not sure that I really want to go. I I know they're very, very different from what we just played, so yeah. I don't think I want to sell you too much, but I would be interested to see what Crystal Dynamics has done with from where they were before to where they've gotten now. Yeah, same here, so we'll, we'll have to see what happens. All right, so we'll move on. Rob, you go ahead and take the next. All right. So a little bit of Lost Planet 3 news. Uh, I guess it was originally supposed to be released in early 2013, which would mean before today. <laughs> but uh, Capcom's announced that Lost Planet 3 is going to hit all the platforms, the PC, PlayStation 3, 360, on June 25th in North America and the 28th of June in Europe. Um They've got um, a little bit of info, including uh, screenshots and uh, some of the box art available for you to check out. So if you're interested in checking it out, uh, look it up online. Yeah, I played Lost Planet 2. I got suckered into that from Elite E-Dog 420, talked me to that, said four-player co-op, and man, we put lots of hours into that game. I don't know, I, I'd never played the first one, I tried, I remember trying it and did not liking it, and then I got, like I said, I got suckered into this second one because of all the co-op, and uh, so I don't know about the third one, we'll see. I suppose if E-Dog wants me to <laughs> co-op with him again, I probably will have to at least run it, so... Um, but Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, have you guys heard anything about that? Nope. Nope. 
It has been spotted online indicating that a, a logo for it has been spotted online indicating that a spinoff could be on the way. The logo was actually spotted uh, carrying the Xbox Live Arcade um, banner at the top of it. So it looks like uh, people are thinking it's going to be an Xbox Live Arcade title. That could be some kind of downloadable spinoff. Um, Far Cry 3 lead writer uh, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Yohalem told Joystick... Um, which I don't know if that's where the, it's kind of funny. I'm reading IGN, but he told Joystick that he's working on something new that will be surprising when it's announced. So, but we don't know if he's referring to Blood Dragon or not. But there might be some more Far Cry stuff coming to the arcade. So that'll be kind of an interesting to see a big franchise make its way into the arcade. You know, so if we when we get more info on that, we will be sure to let you know. Okay. Uh, March 19th, there's going to be some more Tomb Raider uh, multiplayer maps available uh, in the form of Caves and Cliffs DLC. The pack is going to be 40 Microsoft points, which equals uh, 5 US dollars. And it contains the underground scavenger caverns, the cliff shantytown, again, why do they build stuff on cliffs? That's just stupid. (laughs) And Because they do. uh, Yeah, exactly. And the Burning Village, which is, uh, according to this article, a burning village. (laughs) And uh, all three are playable in every multiplayer mode. I don't want more. I don't want multiplayer. I want more campaign DLC for Tomb Raider. Yes. I hear you. Maybe that's next. Hey, Mud, did you make it back in? Yes, I did. Okay. I know you dropped. What do you think of uh, DLC for Tomb Raider? Do you you want more campaign? I would like more campaign. I would like um, I would like uh, some big tombs to go through. I enjoyed the tombs, but they were very very short. What yeah, you mean, like the, the puzzle aspect of them. Yes, that's what I. I mean, what I've always heard about. Tomb Raider was the puzzle aspects of getting from room to room and stuff. Um, I was, and that's kind of what I was looking forward to. And I was in, I enjoyed those puzzle aspect items that they had in there. I thought they were good. I like to see, I like to see a little bit more of that. Yeah, I would think that. I don't know. I mean, it. I, I've thought about it. I'm like, how are they going to do more like campaign levels? But I would think that they could go back and maybe do like a lost episode or something we didn't see you know i it didn't matter what they did they could make up any kind of hokey story of like oh well you know she fell asleep so or something or it was in you know here's a dream state or something she had whatever just give me more campaign stuff i don't care let me look for more collectibles let me do more challenges let me do some more platforming let me play some more of this awesome story i you know i don't care about multiplayer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it could be like Jurassic Park too. You gotta, you gotta go back to the island for some reason. So there you go. There's a reason for using the same assets and stuff before. Just put, give us something interesting to get into. Yeah. And the way, did you now? Did you complete the game, Mud? Yes, I did. Okay. They could, they could continue from that point, really. Yeah, they could. Um, so I really hope they do something on the campaign level. So. Um, I could care less about the multiplayer. I didn't think was very good, but we can talk about more about that later. So, but at least they're gonna—they got some support coming for it anyway. So, and to make your dollar, they're gonna have to. They—they they, they like them. That's how they get their money. A lot yep. of it. Uh, that's what I was telling people earlier. 
buy this game. Please pay for this game. Buy this game so we can get another sequel to it. They need to, this thing needs to blow all the others out of the water. So they're like, whoa, everybody liked this formula. You know, it's just like, kind of like Resident Evil 4. Was it 4 or 5? I thought it was 5. 5 was the one that was like, I think that was the first one I ever played. Yeah, it was 5. And it was like, you know, with the exception that you couldn't walk and shoot at the same time, I still really <laughs> liked the game. And then it's like all the other Resident Evils were like nothing like that, that I, you know, that I've played since. And I'm like, well, this is not, you know, go back to that one, you know, <laughs> go back to that style of gameplay. And that's why I'm saying this Tomb Raider, they need to do more just like this, this, this type of gameplay and everything. So it's an excellent reboot. Fantastic reboot. Even though we we haven't played the old ones, it's I mean, don't care. It's not, it's a great place to start. Yep, absolutely for sure. Yeah. So. All right. Um, moving on, I got some good news. I know a lot of people are going to be happy about this. Thief Four is coming in 2014 to next gen platforms. Um, Square Enix has issued a press release stating that Thief will be a re- reinvention of a franchise that has helped define an entire genre of games. So here's, you know, maybe this will be a good game. I never played Thief either because it's a stealth game, but if they're going to reinvent it, you know, may do a reboot of it. Maybe it's something that I can get on board. Like, I, like say, I've done it twice now this year. Hitman and, and uh, yep. Tomb Raider are games I've never played. I hopped into them this year and absolutely fell in love with them. <laughs> so we'll have to see uh, how this goes. But the release um, talks up a first-person adventure featuring intelligent design that allows players to take full control with freedom to choose their path through the game's levels and how they approach and, and overcome each challenge. So um, I guess we'll see what happens there. So, But look for it on next-gen platforms. And uh, in the 2014. This was a game that I used to love back. I don't know if they had it on the Amiga initially. No, it might have been the PC, but it was just phenomenal. So this is going to be exciting that uh, they're going to be coming out with an updated version. Like you said, with what they've done with Tomb Raider, I mean, if, if they do that kind of treatment to this game, this will be another probably game of the year contender. Right. Well, it okay. is. It's being done. It's published by Square Enix, developed by IDOS Studios in Montreal. Yeah, wow. So, then, uh, yeah, that's potential. Uh, uh, <laughs> another game that probably won't get Game of the Year is uh, Sim City. <laughs> this is uh, a, a game that's had uh, I don't know a troubled. I don't know what is that week, week and a half that it's been out. And there's been some disasters in the game, and I don't mean like, you know, tornadoes and earthquakes. I mean the game itself. So what EA did with this game is they made it online only, which is stupid, but, you know, that's just my opinion. So, you know, on top of being online only, they've had lots of server troubles, which uh, sounds kind of familiar now, doesn't it? Yep. For this company. And it just, it's gotten so much bad press over the past couple of days. And I know when you were initially talking about getting the game and you've kind of held off, you know, have, have you totally been uh, turned away from this game or do you think once they get everything sorted out, will you go for it? No, I think I'll avoid it just simply because it's online only. And I've yeah. heard 
things what I don't like is <clears throat> those in our community who are playing this or who are trying to play it, they, they've had problems hooking up with each other. Um, and then there's like this regional thing where, you know, <clears throat> not sure how you can hook up with your friends if they're not in the same regional server or on the same server with you. But, the you know, I, I don't want to play the games designed. They strictly designed this to be played with other people. <clears throat> so you get a smaller area to build in than you're used to, which I don't like. And then you're supposed to basically like build with other people building around you. Right. And they like someone might have a, a, a power plant. So you don't have to build power. You're getting power from them. And then you give them other resources right. like that. You, you know, you build stuff and share with them. And the thing is, is you, you'd have to make sure you build with friends who are active in the game, because if they're not active in the game, or if you get someone you don't know who decides that they just want to grief you, they can destroy their nuke plant and basically essentially destroy your, your city. Yeah. And you can, people have had complete cities wiped out because of griefers. And it's like, well, that's just so stupid. And even to play the single player, you, now you can play it by yourself, but the game's not designed to be played that way. Right. So you're going to run into all these limitations of what you can and can't do. And it's, it's online only. So people who are trying to play the single player aren't even able to get on right now. I've seen error messages that people posted uh, for single players saying, try again in 30 minutes. You know, yep. it's like if I may only have 30 minutes to play. I'm not I don't have it doesn't mean I can come back in 30 minutes. My time's up. You know, it's, so it's retarded what's going on. I, I really feel bad for everybody that bought into the, the game and and um, are having so many problems. And I just don't think there's any excuse, especially EA. I mean, come on. These are the guys that botch every game release that has any kind of online connectivity. So I, I really didn't, I, this is exactly what I expected, be, to be online only and forcing it for everybody. No, I knew they couldn't get this right out the door. Yeah. So I, and then, and they shut their servers down so quick, you know, how long is this going to be up? You buy into it after they fix it, and then, oh, guess what, next year there's a new version, so they're going to shut the servers down for this one? No, thanks. Oh, yeah. They, they shut their stuff down too quick. I don't. I don't want to give them that. <laughs> and I've heard people. I, I guess you have to claim the land somehow. Where they'll claim the land, then try to get into it, and it says it's not available. Or you know they'll have a city and then not being not be able to get back into it later on. I mean that would just just drive me nuts. And some of their fixes right now is they're shutting off leaderboards, they're shutting off achievements, they're shutting off certain disasters. It's like, okay, so you're taking stuff away out of the game so that I can get in to play part of it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, maybe I want leaderboards. I want to see what my friends are doing, you know? Oh, for sure. So it's, I don't know, I, I just, it's it's sad that it's this bad, and it, it's, they should be embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, they're offering up, and the funny thing is they're like, well, they're going to give a free PC game for anybody yeah. that has troubles, you know, but it's going to be something old in their library. You yeah, know? it's, it's going to be SimCity 1. Or yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like, oh, we'll give you our next upcoming game, or, you know, we'll give you some free DLC for the game, you know, for SimCity. It's, here, go buy a game that you didn't buy. We'll give you something free that you didn't buy before, or you already bought. You know, it's it's that's not being... A lot of people aren't too pleased with that as an offering, you know? Oh, yeah. So. And there was a, a short time on, when was that? 
back on the 7th, so that would have been Thursday, where it actually got pulled from Amazon for a short amount of time. Yeah. So that hit the the web. You know, there's just uh, you know, a crazy bunch of chatter about how Amazon pulled it. And then it did re- reappear later on. Yeah, but it had a it had a um, disclaimer. A right? disclaimer now, and I don't know if it's still there, but it, it was. It said important note on SimCity. Many customers are having issues connecting to the SimCity servers. EA is actively working to resolve these issues, but at this time we do not know when the issue will be fixed. Please visit EA.com, blah blah blah, for more information. So there's a warning saying, yeah, you can buy this, but you may not get, you may not be able to play it. Yeah, you know. So I mean, and customer, you know, and I don't blame Amazon star. for it. Oh yeah, it's, it had one star on Amazon out of like close to a thousand reviews. Thousands. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what Metacritic is looking like. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's not doing too well. Yeah. Let's see, Sim City. Oh, it has a user score of one point six. Oh, that's yeah. on a like one to three scale, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a one to ten. Yes. Yes, on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, users are 1.6. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Metacritic, the actual critics, only gave it a 71, which I'm surprised. I thought it would rate higher than that, you know. Um, but the only, like, there's some pretty big name companies that gave it pretty low, too. Yeah. Some of these, it's kind of funny. You see some of these, they give it 100%. I think it's just so they can get their site up to the top of the list. Um, but like the only real one I see here is game trailers. That's the first one I see on this list that's recognizable, and they gave it an 80. Everybody above that, it's like I've never heard of these sites. Um, game trailers gave it an 80, and then uh, the next one is PC Gamer at 69, Giant Bomb at 60, wow. GameSpot at 50, Destructoid at 40, <laughs> and it just continues to go down from there. So. And I'm sure it's all because of the online stuff. But, yeah, the, the definitely the user reviews. Yep. Threes, zeros, three, zero, zero, two. <laughs> Here's someone with a five, actually. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it's not doing well. There's 2,372 negative comments, reviews, 52 mixed, and then 351 positive for SimCity. Wow. So it's, it's not – and, again, people are mad. But they, it's justifiable. I mean – you pay all this money, you pay $60 for a brand new game and you're not allowed to play it. And when it's a single player game, you want to play, or when you want to play single player and it tells you come back in a half hour, well, hopefully we'll let you in to play. That's just ridiculous, man. Yeah. You know? And, and again, who, who are the people being hurt by this? You know, for their always on DRM, you know, because they're so worried about someone stealing a copy, they're going to mess everybody over. So all the people, all the legit people that paid their money, they can't play the game. They're, they're the ones being hurt by it. Yep. Thank you, EA. Yeah, they have EA. a, a yeah, they have a blog update uh, from today saying that they have um, the game crashes reduced by ninety two percent, and uh, they are thanking everybody for putting their faith in. <laughs> Yay! I cracked up when I did. Well, somebody said they they. And, you know, you knew you were going to see it, but for them to actually publish that they didn't, they, that the response was more than they expected, it's like, come on, you say that every game. That's an auto-response. 
<laughs> at this point. It just shouldn't even be there anymore, dude. It's just, they should be so embarrassed to even say that. And then how can you say that on an online-only game where you're forcing yeah. everybody to log in? It's If you can't get that right. Well, I'm, did you read the, oh, sorry, but did you read the article that EA, the president, had put um, out there that about the microtransactions within games and about how consumers love them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have already talked about that or not, but I, that EA is quickly becoming one of the most hated developers, distributors in the industry. Yep. Yeah, I think we mentioned it last week. It was because yeah, uh, I think, Mud, you and I got suckered into that with uh, Mass Effect. With Mass and, Effect and then Dead Space had it too? Yeah, thankfully I didn't even – thankfully it was kind of hidden. I mean I wasn't even aware of it till you told me about it. Um, but I didn't, I didn't feel compelled to spend real money on it, but Mass Effect 3, yeah, I spent probably 40 bucks on fake crap. <laughs> so. I spent 40 bucks on fake crap and all I got was this t-shirt. I didn't get a t-shirt. Oh, sorry, man. So. But, oh, if you guys haven't seen it, um, someone posted in our Facebook group, uh, female and male Tomb Raider t-shirt avatar t-shirts you can get them free while they last there's a, there was a date it's in our facebook group you can see the codes right there for you so if you so i'm finally my avatar finally changed his clothes i finally got him out of that two-year-old borderlands t-shirt it was getting a little stinky so he's he's sporting a new tomb raider t-shirt now so very nice yeah all right so um anything else about ea and sim city Nah, I'm done with them. <laughs> As are a lot of people. Until the next game they release. Yeah. Until next week when we gotta buy the next game they publish. You know, we should just have, like, some pre-canned, like, audio thing with just some gaps where we can just, like, clip in the game's name. So it'll be like, SimCity is having server troubles. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's upset at SimCity. We should have named this podcast um, uh, something along that lines. TXL <laughs> servers are overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> After 232 episodes, we were or whatever we're on. We yeah 232. We we just didn't simply didn't expect uh, this amount of downloads for the show. We apologize, and we're going to give you the next 200 episodes for free as a as a, yeah. as a gift to you. <laughs> So, so they, they can have the uh, uh, Xbox podcast episodes for free. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All what eighty nine of them? Something like that. Whatever. Alrighty, um, we'll move on. I thought this was interesting. Are either of you guys Boy Scouts? Or well, obviously, you know, ex Boy Scouts. <laughs> obviously, you're not a Boy Scout right now, but yeah, <laughs> were you a Scout? I was. No. Rob, you were. Yes. Uh, did you get a lot of merit badges? Uh, some, yeah. Well, this uh, this is interesting. I don't know if you know this, but the Boy Scouts of America will introduce a new game design merit badge this year. Recognizing that gaming teaches children skills ranging from basic courtesy. <laughs> Obviously, they haven't been, whoever's <laughs> reviewing this hasn't been on Xbox Live. Um, yeah. basic, basic courtesy all the way through to logic and mathematics. The Boy Scouts spent two years designing and testing the new marriage badge requirements with input from volunteers from the games industry. 
Uh, to earn this new badge, a scout will need to analyze different types of games, describe the content and the theme, and understand the concept of intellectual property as it relates to the game's industry. He will put his new knowledge to use by keeping a notebook to chart the design of his very own game project, demonstrating a concept, numerous design iterations, and based on testing and feedback from his testers. So once approved, the scout may begin to build a prototype of his game, and all mediums are encouraged, from card games all the way through to smartphone apps. So I thought that was kind of cool, you know? I think that's pretty neat, and it's nice to see that. Because, I mean, uh, a while back I was actually a Weebelows leader, and um, they had a, they have a video game badge. And I was like, what? You know, really? I'm like, that? Is, are you kidding me? And I didn't believe it. And, oh, well, I think it was a video. I think it was a belt loop, if I recall. I don't remember if it was a, a badge. I think it was a belt loop. I can't remember. But anyways, it is an award the boys can win. So uh, one for one of our meetings, I actually brought in my, my, my uh, flat screen TV and um, – my Xbox and Connect and the boys, we talked about different things. We talked about, and it was cool because we talked about, we didn't just play. We talked about like the, the rating system, you know, what, what the different ratings mean, um, different types of games and stuff. There was all kinds of stuff that we did, but we actually let them play and they had a good time. They were playing the Connect. It was back when it was kind of new and, um, they had a good time. So it was kind of, kind of a cool thing, but it's neat to see that this, you know, for the Boy Scout, cause that was Cub Scouts. So for Boy Scouts to get more involved in, in something that potentially they could have a career in. So, and I think that the way they've done it about having to, you know, keep, you know, keeping the notebook to chart your design and testing and concepts and, you know, doing different design iterations and stuff. I think that's kind of a cool idea. It gets them to go through this whole process, and, and I think it helps with, like, their critical thinking skills and stuff like that at an early age. So so I think the next time my wife tells me to, you know, st- put down a game and, you know, go do something, I have to tell her that I'm doing research for my game design merit badge. Exactly. <laughs> so, or just become a scout leader, and there you go. I'm doing research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing an awful lot of research. <laughs> You're playing. Well, you got a lot of troops, and say they all of them built the game, so I got to play all their games, make sure it works. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's that's very cool, you know. And it doesn't involve sitting out in the woods and being cold and. <laughs> all righty. Yeah. So what's next? The, the next one is one that I didn't read up on. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So then skip to the last one then. <laughs> okay. And then you can read up on yours while, yeah. while I'm doing the night, while I do my part. Man. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> there's like, a little bit of like, a leak. I feel like from, I'm working with a Canadian tonight or something. I know, right? A couple, two, three of them. A couple, two, three? <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of a leak on uh, from Assassin's Creed. Uh, something called Rising Phoenix, and everybody's wondering, what is Rising Phoenix? Well, it looks like it might be uh, something on the Vita. What is the Vita, anyway? Does anybody actually own that? Does anybody actually have one? All three of them? All three people? (laughs) Well, they must all be Assassin's Creed fans. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, the, the next big title is going to be uh, Assassin's Creed 4. 
which was announced recently. Black Flag, right? Yes. Something like that. That's right. It's the pirate one. More time on a boat. Because we didn't get enough in Assassin's Creed 3. Yes. So. <laughs> but um, So that was it. All right. So you read up on your next story oh, while I... And, uh, and it also might be a movie, they're saying. Now, a movie would be interesting. Yeah. I could I could do that. Absolutely. As long as it wasn't on a boat. That's um, more interesting than a, a Vita game. But hey. Okay. Uh, Gearbox has revealed next Borderlands 2 DLC includes a new Vault Hunter. There's going to be some clarification on this. But during a recent panel at SX South... South by Southwest, I think is what that is. Borderlands 2 developer Gearbox has revealed a new Vault Hunters coming to the game. So um, there was a teaser that they showed, a video to Deep Beneath Pandora. An experiment has escaped and uh, reveals a silhouette of the new character decimating enemies. And it just says, Bandits beware, a new Vault Hunters coming, more mayhem awaits. Um, so uh, there is more DLC. We've got one more DLC pack that's still supposed to ship. That's part of the, the season pass. However, Gearbox has clarified uh, that the upcoming DLC character is not included as part of the Borderlands 2 season pass. So we still are waiting for a new, you know, our last season pass pack, uh, but looks like we're going to get another character. So we, we should be getting the pack soon, this character probably soon, because normally when they release this stuff, it comes out pretty quick. And uh, we should be seeing our level cap increase here as well in this next batch DLC, so keep your eyes open for that, and uh, we'll give you more news as soon as we have it. Absolutely. I need more time to read my 10 pages of article. Nah. Okay, so uh, a couple of things. First of all, uh, this is one thing that's very cool, is that uh, Tequila Works, which made Deadlight, so yeah. that was a game that Wing and I really enjoyed. Uh, when did that come out? Like August or something like that? Yeah, I think nearly. August, September, right yeah, around there. sounds about right. So uh, it was on uh, Xbox or XBLA, and it was just fantastic. And there's going to be a follow-up to Deadlight, and it's going to be available on Xbox Live Arcade and the PlayStation Network. Uh, right now they're... Uh, you know, in the process of, you know, working out some of the details, et cetera. And uh, it's, you know, hopefully we'll see some more information on this thing uh, in E3. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, there was some information on Amazon getting into the gaming space a little bit more. You think this one's relevant, Wayne? Ah, it's we like, don't have to yeah. worry about it, I guess. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting because Amazon's looking to jump into cloud gaming. So Yeah, um, they've, they've got, a, they call it the Amazon Advanced Game Technology Team, uh, which uh, went through and they developed, a, actually, it's, this is a really cool thing for Android owners, where in the Amazon App Store, there's a test drive feature where you can actually test uh, a game on the PC or a test a piece of software on the PC before downloading it or buying it. So I guess they developed that. And, uh, you know, we'll see what else comes out of this team. I would imagine that if anything happens, it would probably be in the mobile space before uh, anything else. Probably. Yeah. 
or mobile space, probably, you know, Android, Kindle, uh, main focus. Yeah. But more, mm-hmm. more players into the cloud gaming. So I think, you know, when you see someone like Amazon doing it and we know Microsoft's going to clouds and, you know, I'm sure PlayStation's going to have some kind of cloud thing. I can't remember if they, I thought they talked about that on the PS4 release. I just can't remember. Yeah. That was so long ago. So it's coming along with all the digital downloads and the loss of retail. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. Cool. Yes. All right. Mud, did you have anything uh, you wanted to bring up before we run into our community stuff and then do our spoiler cast? No, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> mute, mute, Mud. Mute, Mud. Go back on that's, mute. Thank you. That's really cool. He's got his own theme music. <laughs> I had the two meter theme music on. I was going to play it for the thing. I was trying to get it working. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, what's he watching there? It's Tomb Raider. <laughs> right. Sure it is. <laughs> yeah, it's Tomb Raider. Wink, wink. <sighs> All right. So we'll jump into our community topics. Uh, i got some stuff here. From the gang, um, you can check our, our community. Is We hang out on Facebook, so look for us, This Xbox Life, all one word. Um, you can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. You can check our Twitter feed, uh, twitter.com, blah, 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 and leave a voicemail for us if you want using the app on our website. So the first one's from Jay Hoffa 75 says, Hey, yo, dudes, I just finished listening to the audiobook Lone Survivor about Marcus Luttrell, a Navy SEAL. They are making a movie based on the book. My thoughts at the time. Uh-oh. <laughs> See more. See more. Okay, now i got to go back. <laughs> I didn't copy everything. <laughs> All right, so let me view this and let me. Oh, the. So, okay, so anyways, I'm ready. He says, my, they are making a movie based on the book. My thoughts at the time I finished the book was, wow, wish they had made more games based on true stories like this. I love the scripts of a well-made campaign in a game as well. My fave bring Modern Warfare 2. Do you in the community think we'll get to a place of having non-fictional theatrical experiences um, in games? So what do you guys think? Crickets. Non-fictional experience. I mean, I'm not... So I guess he's saying... Like, you know, real life, obviously, experiences, I guess, like, I don't know, I think we do, I don't know if they're as good as maybe what he's looking for, like, Tomb Raider's fantastic, but on a non-fictional based, you know, a lot of the stories, I think, um, uh, I want to say Modern, or Medal of Honor, Warfighter, um, not Warfighter, but the one before it, just the reboot, I think it was, you know, they used a lot of spec ops guys and maybe Warfighter too, where, you know, they kind of, they talk to these guys about things that they do. And I'm sure a lot of what we're playing is based on things that, you know, have probably or possibly happened. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, we may already be doing that, but I don't know if it's in the theatrical experience of like something like, you know, Tomb Raider, you know, that was pretty theatrical. If you ask me, that was amazing. Oh yeah. What do you think, Mud? Have we already played these before? Well, I think, the, I think we're actually seeing games. 
try to be more realistic, um, you know, and, and try to, um, with the story or try to, you know, cause like with Tomb Raider, they try to show her in the beginning being very self-conscious and trying to give the player uh, a look at somebody who's not just coming into this and, you know, as a, an assassin, like, um, that Hitman, the Hitman series or something like that. They try to take you on a journey. And I think we're seeing, um, games get more and more like that. Um, especially ones that are aimed at more like the adults that, that the mature titles. So maybe eventually we'll see ones that are based upon actual events, um, things that occurred, like um, that movie that was out. What was that movie called? That was about the um, Osama bin Laden, supposedly. Zero, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh yeah, 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 something like that. You know, maybe a game that's focused in something in an area like that or something like that, where it's an actual nonfiction, but you're kind of playing through it. There's the potential there. Kind of Patriot Games are supposed to be uh, not Patriot Games, but the, what it was it the Rainbow um, Six next Patriots, one. Yeah, they're realistic in terms of having you know it's not terrorists across the sea. It's 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 home homeland terrorism. Um, it's supposed to be focused on and supposed to be more realistic in that area too. So hey, it's a game about me. <laughs> yeah. I'm white, so. I'm a conservative, and I own guns. I'm a terrorist! <laughs> According so. to this government, I am, so... <laughs> and you just admitted it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's good knowing you, wingman. Yeah, it was yeah. nice knowing you guys. <laughs> yeah, you're not a very good terrorist, then. <laughs> what, what the heck is that? I, I swear I hear helicopters outside. <laughs> so. so, yeah, I don't... I think with... It might be tough to do nonfiction simply because I think there's a there's a big difference between reading a nonfiction story or doing a movie and doing a game and I'm kind of I'm kind of coming at it from the point of where we're going through doing the acts where you know what I mean where we're yep. so I think that it's really kind of maybe tough to do that unless you're doing it from like a historical standpoint which I think um, believe it or not and I, I know Someone's going to laugh here in a minute, but we won't hear him because he's muted. Uh, games like Call of Duty um, and originally Medal of Honor um, and even Assassin's Creed um, are are doing, you know, trying to do historical-based things, you know, which, you know, and then even with, like, the, the George Washington, Tyranny of George Washington, that was, like, an alternate historical thing. But they're trying to take a, a non or a fictional character in a fictional area, and I think that's about as best that you can do um i don't know oh it'd be interesting because i think you brought up uh zero dark 30 was a really good way of us to live out a non-fictional experience in a game that that's exactly what i was thinking of before you even said it i was like yes i mean we're right on the same page that would be a perfect because then still you could go through the steps the military steps of what the seals did you know, so it, it's kind of the story is laid out for you, but I don't know. It, it's it's still I think it's still going to get when you're trying to make a game, you got to make something. that's It's interesting. It's it's got to last more than 20 minutes. It, it You know, so you got to add in all this other stuff that now is probably fiction. So I don't know. It It's a good question. 
maybe we will as more stuff gets real. It's just hard for me to kind of imagine a non-fictional experience other than something historical like a historical battle. And we did that with Medal of Honor. Was it Medal of Honor or was that the call the, the first Call of Duty where you had to storm the beach? In Normandy. Uh, yeah. 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 That was the first Call of Duty game, I think. That was their big opening, you know. So that was I mean, that was a you know, you're a fictional character, but you're in a non-fictional situation. You're going through a battle that actually took place. So um, I really kind of think that's about the closest we could get. I don't know. Yeah, anything that's done, I think, has to, you know, go way back into history just because people just get so upset if it's anything, like, recent. Like, remember that Fallujah game? Was it a couple years back? That got canceled? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it just, you know, it just, people just try to get in each other's business and, like, shield everybody from what's going on. You're and, not sensitive enough. Yeah. And, it's like, oh, boy. You know, any of this real world stuff, I mean, I don't, I don't see it. It would have to be something probably more than 50 years ago for it to, like really take, which is why the World War Two stuff was just so huge for such a long time. And you know, the the worse it is, meaning the more interesting the the situation might be, you know, the more people are gonna complain and, you know, try to boycott it and, and whatnot. But that's just my take on it. Yeah. Alright, I guess time will tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. You know what would be interesting is that is, um, I thought Manhunt was supposed to be like this, but like a, a cop game where you're hunting down a serial killer or something like that. That'd be kind of in a, you know, John Wayne Gacy or, or something along those lines. You could use a historical background like that in that period and try to make it interesting. Um, I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of at the time in addition to that. Okay. All right. So. All right. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, next one is uh, from uh, Christoph. He writes in, who is your favorite video game character of all time? And you can't include Lara Croft. I'm, I'm just saying that. Oh. <laughs> yes, you can. All right. You can. <laughs> if you'd asked me a week ago, I wouldn't have said her now. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Mud? What do you got for this one? I'm going to actually say Morden Solis. Oh, Yes. <laughs> He is probably. I was actually thinking about him yesterday, and I was. I'm been waiting to get back and do Mass Effect Three on the um the 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 hardest difficulty. I was waiting for that last that last um DLC to come out, but I was thinking about how much fun I always enjoyed interacting with him and from Mass Effect Two and Three, and um just the whole character change that he went out even changed. But you know, from penitent um repentant um, scientist to somebody who wants to change things, and the way he goes out in Mass Effect Three. He's he is awesome. Yeah. What about you, Rob? It would have to be Duke Nukem. I mean, this is oh! just one. I mean, it's <laughs> I, I'm not counting this latest game that came out, but I mean, it's just Duke Nukem holds a special place in in my heart, just because you know that that game that came out years ago, Duke Nukem 3D. It was just so awesome, and he was so funny. And uh, I, I'm gonna pretend that this latest game never came out. Good choice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, 
my goodness. That's just funny. Um, How about you, Wing? I'm going to have to go with, um, uh, let, me, let me, to quote, if you don't like it, I punch you in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know who I'm talking about. Yes. That's how tiny Tina rolls. <laughs> so I, I really like tiny Tina, I think. And the thing is, it's just, it's a side character that, you know, you don't play and, um, but I just thought she was like the greatest. I mean, she cracked me up. I laughed so hard anytime I would, anytime she was in there. Um, same with Claptrap. I mean, you know, he, he was just such an amazing character. Um, I'd have to say that those two, um, right out of Borderlands are just some of the, just the best for me, in my opinion. I mean, there's a lot, I could name a lot that I really enjoyed, but those I gotta say are the two most memorable characters for me. So. Okay. Um, so then back to me. Um, Wilk says, who is your favorite? Uh, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I can't answer that. Um, we're not even going <laughs> to ask on. that one. I'm going on to John, who says it's a no-brainer. You'll be talking about Tomb Raider. But what about the Nathan drake Lara Croft mashup? That would be great co-op game. Gears and Bioshock are coming. More exciting games. Um, so having Nathan Drake and Lara Croft in the same game, man, I don't... <laughs> Those two would be, I you know, in for a glutton of punishment, man. The stuff that both those characters go through. But you know what? I almost think that I think Laura Croft put up with more than Nathan Drake ever did. You look at the three games he went through and what he dealt with. I think Laura didn't. She took more bodily harm and <laughs> and suffering in one game than he did in those three. But that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. She looks like she could take a lot, doesn't she? I think she'd, I think she'd whoop Nathan Drake. She'd be like, I'm doing this alone. I don't need you, punk. <laughs> Wasn't, isn't their attitudes very different too? Is it Nathan's supposed to be more comical or, um, wisecracky? Yeah, I, yeah, he, yeah, and then she was very, a lot more serious, you know? Yeah. So. I don't so, think they get along. I don't think they would either. <laughs> Alright, right. Soul Assassin writes in, how awesome is EA at launching big titles? Extremely. <laughs> They're the best company ever! <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I, I think, you know, we don't even have to say anything. They've embarrassed themselves enough. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, when you have your server farm, it should have more than three servers for a big launch. Um, and then Carbide writes in, I don't know if we should read anything from him. I mean, no, it's, just, it's not like it matters. <laughs> he's not anyone important or anything. Um, I could just read, he's got three questions. I could just read one of them and just say, you know, through the trend, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, only a third of his question came through from, a, what is it I'm trying to say for like money? <laughs> Exchange rate. <laughs> one, mm-hmm. he only he only gets one question for every three uh, an American gets. <laughs> oh, <geez. Okay. laughs> 
because uh, our money's only like, what, one-third of ours or something? I don't know. Anyways, I'm just doing everything I can to get him to mouth off to me here because he's our lurker. Uh, anyways, would Crisis 3 be a big title? So far, it's going good for them. <clears throat> um, I haven't looked up. I should see how, how it's selling. Um, I think Crisis has always done really well for them. Yeah. Um, let me look up. Whoops. Uh-oh. Don't do what I think you're going to do. I think that game's always sell, always sold well. Um, again, I don't I don't hate that game. I think for me it was just I came into it in the wrong, um, looking at it wrong. Um, I I started with game two, so I missed like the whole story. And I think that's one of those that you really you need that story behind it to uh, make sense. Crisis Three on the Xbox 360. Oh, is that it? Um, has only sold. It's less than half a million copies. Uh, PS3 has been a, less than a quarter million. And on PC, it's only about uh, 0.12. That's surprising. So we're only at four, five, six, seven, about, we're less, only about 800,000 copies worldwide. And when did that game come out? Now, it's only been a couple weeks. But I guess I thought they would have sold. That would have sold a lot more already. Crisis 2 sold 1.2 million globally um, on the Xbox, and it's only a, th- a third of that right now. So, But it, it's only been out, you know, for a short amount of time. So, yeah, we'll see. Crisis always seemed like one of those games has kind of been on, just consistent in terms of uh, sales and progress, because... When I played Crisis 2, you could get on six months later, and there's still multiplayer stuff going on with that game. Right. Always people playing it. Yeah, so this one might be one that grows slower over time instead of everybody buying it day one. But I'm actually surprised at those numbers. Um, in North America, it's only point. It's only like 280,000 copies of Crisis 3 on Xbox. So... I just looked up Tomb Raider. They say that Tomb Raider has netted, um, actually sold in the region. Oh, uh, it sold around a million copies in the first two days. Yeah. And it needs to sell more, man. We need a, I, I just want this thing to be a huge success. And I want them to make more very similar to this style of game. So I'm going to have to go and try the older games just to see what they're like. So that's all there is to it. I got to do it. Oh, yeah. So. All righty. Um, he also says, oh, and how about the new Call of Duty Kyle was talking about? Um, I don't know. And why does Wing have a hate on Assassin's Creed 3, Crisis 3, etc.? Um, I only hate anything that Carbide likes. Because <laughs> I wrote, the only thing I'm really hated on lately is Assassin's Creed 3. And the reason I don't like Assassin's Creed 3 is because I played for six hours as someone else and spent all this time on a boat, and I'm not even the main character. I finally get to be the main character, and he's a child, and I'm playing hide-and-seek. It's just, I was just like, oh, come on, I'm six hours in, and I'm just getting to my main character. So, I, you know, I need to go back to that game. I've played through every other Assassin's Creed game to the end, and now it looks like there's another one coming. That's on a boat. So um, I need to go back to it. It just it really left a really bad taste in my mouth, and I'm having a hard time getting to it. 
Um, Ghost Recon Future Soldier is another one he loves that I, I picked on. Um, it just couldn't live up to Gras 2. It didn't have the really the co-op maps and stuff that Gras 2 had that were so much fun, and that was really where my love for that game was. Uh, it just wasn't there. I didn't like the... Um, you know, uh, the visuals, the look to it. And it was, it just, it just wasn't as, it just didn't have the fun factor. I don't know. There was something about it. It just, it just didn't work for me. It wasn't as fun as the, the old game was. Um, and Crisis 3, I don't hate Crisis 3. Um, I played through it. I, I was kind of bored, but again, I think I don't really know what's going on. That game looked fantastic. Um, and I liked the bow in that one too. Um, I liked shooting the bow on that. But I need, now, Carbide was nice enough to give me Crisis 1, um, a code for that. And I did download it, and I started playing. I got the, just to the first mission done. And then I went on to Crisis 3. So I really need to go back and finish that and uh, play that game, and, and it'll probably be, it'll probably ring clear what's going on on all the other two. But um, I haven't hated the Crisis series. Um, I did enjoy the second one. Uh, it was interesting. I didn't. I don't care for the multiplayer, but... I really don't like much multiplayer these days, unless it's Call of Duty I do enjoy. Um, but um, other than that, I prefer to do co-op stuff with people where we're working together. You know, to me, that's what's fun. I just I think it's just my taste. So the, the competitive multiplayer, I just don't care for that. And um, so I, I just kind of leave it at that, I guess. Um, but that wraps up our questions from the community. And um, so we will jump into our weekly releases. And you're going to have to stretch this out, Rob. Make this okay. one. You have to take some time on this one because then we're going to the spoiler cast. And uh, <laughs> okay, Mud's going to be gone for a few minutes. So, so I'll do this like you just called the weekly releases 900 number. Okay. Hello. This <laughs> week's retail releases... Are actually that's too annoying. Sorry. No, you got to do it like if you want to hear this week's releases, press <laughs> one. For last week's releases, press two. Yeah. For the if week you'd like to hear that, them in English, <laughs> you selected new releases three weeks ago in French. They are as follows. <laughs> list them all. I will repeat them as follows in French with a French <laughs> accent. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, let's see. On the 12th, uh, Tuesday the 12th, uh, we've got a couple of things here for the 360. Or just one thing, actually. Sniper Ghost Warrior 2 Bulletproof Steelbook Edition is out for $59.99. Yay. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember if I played the first one. Sniper Ghost Warrior. It's got to be a first one, because this says part two. Yeah. I think. I think I did play it, and um, I thought if if this is the one I'm thinking of, it wasn't that good. Yes, I did play it. Um, Yeah, I do remember this game. This was the one that was like, and I hope they fixed a lot of the stuff, but this first game, like, you wouldn't even move and enemies would shoot you and bam, you're dead. And you'd never even, you couldn't, you had no idea where they were at. Oh, wow. It's like you wouldn't move, you wouldn't even move. And they would just, oh, there he is, bam. It was this really bad type of AI 
you know, the, the AI was like super smart. Too good. Too good. It was just stupid. So I, I did see, and it was, eh, the game was okay. You know, sniper games can be fun. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, very much so. Like Sniper Elite V2 was the best. Yes, that was very good. But um, I, I, I kind of want to see this. I, I gotta double check and see if it's on my GameFly. I think I took it off because, oh no, I still do have it on here. Because The Walking Dead Survival Instinct comes out, and Bioshock's coming out, and Army of Two Devils Cartel's coming out this month. But yeah, I got Sniper 2 Ghost Warrior still on my GameFly, so. And they should send it to me because I still have an available game, so. I'm looking here because it's done by City Interactive. Yep. And. You know, they've got Sniper Ghost Warrior 2 and then the regular Ghost Warrior. Other than that, they don't really have much for the 360. (laughs) I'll probably, I'm still gonna hopefully, it'll probably get sent to me tomorrow, so that's cool. I'll check it out. I will suffer for, for all of you and let you know if it's any good. Yeah, they did Dogfight 1942. And then they have two more games, Alien Fear and Enemy Front. Those are coming out soon. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's not a AAA title by any means. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's still coming out this week, so if you are a Sniper fan or you liked Sniper Ghost Warrior, the first one, or whatever it was called, um, the sequel's coming out this week. So, Or if somebody, you know, has 60 bucks burning a hole in their pocket, and they already have Tomb Raider. So we would say Uh, if you had that, if you didn't have Tomb Raider, you should be going to. Well, here's the thing. It says it's a $40 title. Oh, 40? It says 40 bucks. Oh, that... So that alone tells you, you know what, let me just, the, uh, let me just cancel it then. <laughs> let me cancel that. Oh yeah, that's right. It's, it's brand new for 40 bucks. It's a budget title out the door. <laughs> in, in this time, in this time frame of the year when you don't need to really lower your price to compete, that tells me the game's really going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, there's another version called the Steelbook Edition. That one's 60 bucks. Oh, okay. Bulletproof Steelbook. Oh, that one comes with the comes first with the original one. game. Yeah, comes with a free copy of the number one best-selling sniping FPS game of all time. It's probably because it's the only first-person shooter sniping game. <laughs> there's not, yeah. a, there's not a lot. I, I sorry, Sniper Elite V2 is much better. So. But anyways, I'll still get it on my GameFly and test it out and let you know what it's like. So. Okay, cool. All right, so that wraps it up. That wraps up the show. We're out of here. Thank you. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. There's more. Don't go but away. But wait, there's more. All I'm going to say is that ends the regular show. Now it's spoiler cast time. I brought in I brought in special reinforcements today. I got Mr. Mudtastic here. He has completed the game. I have completed the game. Rob has watched the opening credits. So, with that, we're, yeah. Are you sticking around, Rob? Nah, I don't. I don't want to hear any of this stuff. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a favor, Rob. What's up, buddy? Just don't disconnect from the call because it might drop you since you were the original <laughs> caller. So please just take your headphones okay. off and walk away. Oh. 
I'll leave it on. I'll, I'll just I'll, walk away. Just walk away, man. Just walk away. I'll email you when uh, <laughs> when it's all done. You can close out. Well, you'll see yeah. the call exit in it. Well, yeah, it'll drop, and then I'll I'll just uh, finish up my part of the of the production in the morning. Then. So, all right, man. Well, we're gonna jump in. All right, guys, play. have fun. Yep, we're gonna jump into our full-on Tomb Raider spoiler cast. Um, so, Rob, thanks for. We'll talk to you next week, I guess. All right, guys. Uh, catch y'all later. See ya. Bye. So this is our spoiler cast. That means we're talking no holds barred. We're gonna release, you know, reveal everything and talk about everything. We are free and unchained to say what we want. If you have not beat the game or you do not want us to spoil anything or fear of being spoiled, then go ahead and stop the show and come back and listen to it later when you completed the game. If you don't care, then by all means continue to listen because this should be fun. Um, Mud, I'm, I mean, I talked a lot we rob and i talked kind of general specifics of the very beginning and some things that we liked about the game but we didn't go into anything so you didn't <laughs> miss out but i just kind of want to turn it over to you because i i've been talking a lot and um I, I know the you you were really good at reviewing games um i think you do a great job oh thanks. and um so i just want to i I think the community and myself would just like to hear your thoughts and I will, I'm going to let you run with the spoiler cast and I will, I'll be your sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> sidekick wingman. Well, yeah. I think it goes along. Wingman. <laughs> um, all right. Well, to start off, I mean, uh, Laura Croft is hot. She is just, she can take punishment and still look good in the tank top. That, yeah. That's falling apart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Sorry, down there we may. So, all right. So, this is this is an adventure game. Um, it, it is it is partly um, uh, exploration. It's partly you know fighting off um, the bad guys that that you come across. Um, it is uh, supposed to be a story, um, which I enjoyed considerably uh, about a girl who who's looking for adventure. She's trying to separate herself or trying to set separate herself from her family name as well as trying to make a name for herself. Um, and they kind of they set that up uh, not through really much uh, um, prologue. And actually, one of the things I thought was cool is that uh, you don't play a whole lot, but the, the cinematic in maybe about 10, well, not even 10 minutes, I would say five minutes or so, Wingman, sets it puts you in place and boom, you're there. And um, then you have to react, and you and you start getting a feel for the island, and you find out more about the people and the reasons that people are there through finding documents, um, collectible items, uh, which kind of r- remind me of um, the Bioshock recordings and stuff, which did a really good job of um, setting a scene, setting setting your characters and and who they are and what what's going on. So that was. I enjoyed trying to find those documents, but the fact that it throws you right into it was great. It kind of really kind of gives you a feel for the first 20 minutes, probably gives you a feel for how the game's going to proceed throughout. Um, because you have to do a puzzle, you have to escape, you kind of get, you get a little bit of that button, uh, quick time event thing going on. And it really kind of gives you a feel for what that pace is going to be like. Um, and then, as the game goes, they continue to layer things on. 
and one of the things I think I, I enjoyed so much about it is that every time I turned around or I felt like I was getting a good feel for it, something else was added to it, um, a new mechanic, whether it was the rope air, uh, bow and arrow or um, using flames for different things or um, the rope ascender item that help you pull open other um, tasks and looking for those. Uh, I liked how they um, the, the mechanics of it just flowed when it came to climbing and grappling and getting yourself into these um, moving around the, the, the terrain it made it, you know, I, I didn't feel it was over complex. I didn't, I, my buttons were moving and I was, I was managing, you know, scrambling up faces. I was using a pickaxe or um, a mountain climbing axe to climb scaling walls, jumping between those. It just seemed to flow really nicely. And I think that's one of the reasons it kind of pulled me into it is I felt like not that I'm pressing buttons to do the mechanics, but that I have her moving around so, so fluidly that, um, I just I did I lost track of the fact that I was pressing the buttons that it, I was it, I was part of that that scene and it was um it was really enjoyable and you know and with the story elements added to it I would say that um you know you get a sense in the beginning that she is someone who's thrown into a situation but you also find that. <laughs> For a while, it seems like she's hesitant, but then it's like, boom, okay, all of a sudden I'm, I'm assassinating people uh, with with a mountain climbing axe. And it seems pretty – the transition happened a little faster than I think I probably would have liked if I was trying to really get that feeling from her. I think there's a couple of throwaway lines in there where she's talking to her her confidant, or the guy who kind of raised her. His name is Conrad, one of the characters, and she says – I, I don't know if we meant if you remember it or not. It's something along the lines that I kind of like it or I'm not as afraid of it. I don't remember exactly what she said, but it's kind of like she's kind of got a handle on this. Right. And she, but and it's not completely making her disgusted with herself. Well, <laughs> she seemed, that's because oh. she's a croft. <laughs> <laughs> that's because she's a croft. And we heard that a number of times. <laughs> But the game itself, with the story and following through with it, I, I found the the, uh, the combat. You kind of hit a couple areas where that were kind of like arenas, where you're. I kind of moved into it. I was like, okay, I'm probably gonna get attacked here. Or you can actually hear the music because the music is a big signifier when battle was getting ready to come up too. Or they'll have a short cinematic scene. Uh, which kind of gets you prepped. Oh, here comes the guys on zip lines that are coming at me or um, shooting at me from a big ship in the air or something like that. <laughs> they had some crazy scenarios where you're getting attacked, and it, they're, they're so crazy they were fun. I enjoyed them. And, you know, parachuting through the um, across the island and um, falling down a waterfall, and um, they were great. Elements where you're trying to keep yourself. And, oh, they had some of the gruesome deaths too. Every oh. if I saw a death when she died, I, I shuddered sometimes. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that was that was gross, horrible. Uh, I think I even saw on YouTube they have like a collection. You can go and watch all those deaths if you want to, and what they look like. Um, but as she grows, and you know, you, you she gets more experienced. 
um, using the bow, and the bow is very satisfying to use. I mean, even the other guns um, got to be pretty handy, and the the cultist bad guys that were there on the island were cool, and um, they got a little repetitious. I guess I could I would like to see a little bit more variety. And I, I really would like to see more of the 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 spirit evil warrior people that were there because you kind of get through all the cultists and then you're facing up against the mythical force at the end and you really only fight them for like two scenes or so and then they're kind of that's it and I, I would they were so neat looking i love the whole samurai zombie warrior thing that they had going on and i was like oh, i wish we could have seen more of that and it seemed to happen quick what do you think yeah i think it would have been nice to to play more against those guys, it was uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but then again, I think it kind of made sense with the story uh, mm-hmm. because they were, you know, protecting the queen, and you weren't a threat to the queen until the very end, you know. And that's yeah. that's where they were. So I mean, it, it all worked for me with the story. Um, it was pretty cool. I I didn't really feel that it was too repetitious. Um, I don't know. I think I just enjoyed it so much that, you know, and I think the whole game really flowed very well um, that it just, it all worked for me. Well, I think that's exactly it, is that, that it, the, with the flow of it, they move you from scene to scene um, very smoothly. Um, and, and, you know, you, you're doing some collect, I mean, even if you're doing, I'm like, I'm in the village, um, the cliff village, and I spend a decent amount of time there just searching for collectibles. But even once you're done with that, you you move into the next scene. It just I don't know. It just connected so well, um, and right. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, and sometimes I, I kind of skipped over finding collectibles because I got so caught up in what I was doing with the story. Yep. I was like, since I had to go, oh, hold on here, I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving this area. Do I really want to be leaving this area now when there's stuff going on? Uh, I need to make sure I find all my collectibles. And the collectibles were a little bit of a pain, but um, the GPS caches that you have to find, I, they just seem to be there for being there safe. The relics were kind of interesting, which kind of flew, uh, went along with her being a Tomb Raider, and I like kind of seeing the pictures, and they're 3D pictures, and you can turn them around and look at them, uh, which is cool. And the, I always like things like the documents um, that tell you more about the people that you're talking to or fighting against or history of the island. It's kind of like the Far Cry 3 um, lost letters. I, I enjoyed those, too. Um, when you get a little bit more information about where where you are, and it um, makes it makes this, the game that much more interesting. Um, I um, overall, I really really enjoyed it. It just it was a very easy game to beat, almost uh, in the sense that it not that it didn't take time. I spent I, up to this point, I spent about thirty hours on it. Um, but in terms of just playing it and moving through it it was very um it almost seemed quick but it wasn't quick um it 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 wasn't um cumbersome in any particular fashion like sometimes you get to a point in games you're like okay is this done now i'm gonna finally get to the end it seemed quick because you didn't want it to end yeah you didn't you didn't (laughs) want it to end and we're both looking for stuff. Okay, what can I do now? <laughs> I, get to, I know, I know this is point. And then it gives you the point of no return. There's a little signal there at the one point. You can't save anymore or fast travel anymore beyond this point. And I was like, oh man, I'm getting close to the end now. Yeah. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just go jump off cliffs and swing around and 
shoot things and blow things up for a while. I don't I don't want it to end. <laughs> well, yeah, I wish the bad guys came back. I was like, I want some more bad guys to fight. Come on or sneak up on somebody with my – man, sneaking up on somebody with your mountain axe and just, yeah. just cleaving into them. I'm like, Whew. And I think they have a nice stealth mechanic where like some of the other current stealth games that are coming out that don't force you – to have to be stealthy, you can just get up and take your shotgun and start blowing people away if you want to, or you can sneak up on them. I mean, you you have different ways of getting the experience. If you get headshots when you're shooting at them, you're getting about nearly the same amount of experience that you would be if you were sneaking up on them. So I, I like that. It, 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 there's no pressure to have to be stealthy. Um, and sometimes I did. Sometimes I was like, oh, screw this. I just want to kill some people. And uh, instead of having to try to sneak around it or climb things, I just unloaded on them, especially once you got the grenade launcher. I'm like, poop, poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My unloaded. favorite was the explosive arrows. Those are cool. I got all <laughs> Rambo-like. I was like, I'm Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back. But oh, it was I, – I overall, it was one of my favorite games. I mean, Dead Space, I'm a big fan of Dead Space, and so I've been kind of going back and forth about which one I really liked the most. But I didn't expect it to be this good. I knew it was going to be – I thought it was going to be good from the screenshots and things that I had seen. At least I was hoping it was. But I've been very pleased, and I'm looking forward to going back to it. i got to play it again. There's certain things that I missed in terms of achievements. and In terms of people who are looking for achievements – it's not that it's it, they're they're relatively straightforward. Yeah, there's some multiplayer ones, but my, you can get those achievements if they want to uh, boost them. They can get them uh, through private matches. Um, uh, and if you got a group of people to do that, so it's it's not their achievements like you know shoot somebody off a zip line and you know you gotta put some time in to get to them level sixty. But I played it today for about four hours multiplayer, and I'm up to level twenty four. Uh, so it doesn't take long. Uh, if you, uh, if you're playing in some, and some of the matches get you experience a little bit faster than others, so it's not that hard. I'm a third of the way. Yeah, um, the, um, I found that the, I've only got a couple campaign based achievements and I don't, I, I didn't get, and I'm gonna have to replay to get them because yeah. it's like shoot guys off zip lines or, that's what you What's the one where you got to – I never was able to shoot a package of dynamite out of the air for some reason. I just could never get that done. So I'm going to have to – and they don't – I might be able to find that because some areas guys do respawn. Do they? Yeah, there's okay. – like if you go back to the beach, there's a couple guys on the beach. But like to get the guys – pull the guys down with the rope ladder or the, the rope arrows yeah. – I'm where you're supposed to get those there. The, that's where one of those areas where it's just like an arena type of thing. And there's that they're just not there. Yeah. So I, I pretty much gonna have to play again, but I don't care. It's like, I want to play it again. I, I'm oh, yeah. upset that the game's over. <laughs> so it's it not, is... yeah. What did I think? Let me look at what I ended with on achievements and I got all my challenges, all the collectibles. It was the easiest Way to collect. Um, I've never seen it in any game. I got 62% of the I got 31 of 50 achievements done. Um, and that's no multiplayer. Oh, I think I got one multiplayer because yeah. I think one kicked off when we were playing. Um, I trapped. I got someone stuck in a trap. But that really wasn't, you know, struggling. Um, the only things I need to do, I need to pull some guys off ledges, shoot 10 enemies on a zip line incapacitate 25 enemies with dodge counter. I just never did that. I was having too much fun with the bow and arrow. Yeah. Um, there's 
two secret achievements. One was, oh, I just mentioned it. Talking to all the crew. Oh, talking to all the crew. I wasn't even aware of that. So I guess there's points where you got to walk up and hit uh, hit X to talk to somebody. I yeah. didn't realize that was even an option in this game until well over halfway through. And the other one is, um, I don't know, something with pulling people off ledges or shooting them with, I don't know, there's some kind of thing that I got to do. And then the rest is all multiplayer. So there's quite a few multiplayer. So, I mean, I played the game through once. Two, three, four. If I'm only missing five achievements, and if for our like achievement hunter, hunters and hounds out there, they'll look at a guide, they'll get those easily just going through the first time. So, yeah, you know, um, again, I got sucked in many times. I was like, okay, I got to do this. I'm gonna work on these ledges or whatnot. And then next thing I know, I've been playing for three hours, and I'm like, oh, what was I doing? <laughs> you know, I passed so many chances to do it because I got so sucked into the game. Yeah, that I forgot that I was like, oh, wanting to focus on something. Just so. playing it. You just take, you know, jumping around and, and moving from zip lines or creating new lines from other places. It, it was easily time. It easily sucked away my time. Just, just doing those things and finding spots and exploring the exploration, I guess is a really big part of just, and then the collectibles force you to do that. And without having those there, you wouldn't explore it, but that exploring is so much fun and it's so beautiful. Yeah. All of it looks great. Now, when you finished your game, were you did you have a hundred percent? Did you have everything complete, or were you at ninety nine percent? No, my game's a hundred percent. Okay, because I was there's achievements I'm missing still though. Right, but your game was a hundred percent. See, yeah. I and I had the, what happened to me was I was making sure that all my camps showed a hundred percent before I finished. And everything was at 100%. Well, when I finished the game, it told me I was at 99%. Huh. I was missing the achievement for um, the challenges. And I went back in, and I looked, and every tent showed that I was 100%. So I went online and found out that there's actually one level called the um, Cliffside um, Barracks, I think it's called, that is not fast travel. You can't fast travel to it. And it has a missable um, – I was missing a challenge in there. I'd had oh. – uh, the, the one with the flags, you had to burn like four flags. Oh, I yeah. only had – I only found two of them. So – but I was able to – I was like, oh, okay, I got to go up here. So I had to f- work my way back over there and figure out how to get back to that stupid thing. And once I did, I found my flags. One was really complicated. <laughs> I don't – so, um, yeah, it was like – where is that stupid thing? Well, some of the challenges can be irritating. I mean, I, with the mines, man, I look for this one mine forever. <laughs> you were almost uh, caught all the way up to me. I mean, I was a decent amount ahead of you. And you're moving along. You're like, oh, I'm in here and stuff. And I'm like, I'm still looking for this damn mine. Was, Sorry. Was the one you were missing, was it when you, on the on the right side of the beach, as you it was walked on, out yes. on that ship? Yeah. Yes. And then it was off to the right-hand side? Yes. Yes! I was, I, I, with the mines, I finally pulled up a guide. Oh, and did I'm you really? I near my PC. I went and looked, and they showed that one, right? And I'm like, well, I don't remember ever shooting one over on the right side. And I looked, did my, my vision and everything. I'm like, oh, I must have already hit it. It's not there. I went, found all ten of them, okay? I, I, I went through the whole guide. I was still missing one. So I'm like, 
Well, so I ended up going back to that one because I'm like, I never remembered shooting one there. And when I went back to it and I didn't use a vision, I just, I, I, I you know, left triggered to, for my gun and to get mm-hmm. the sight. And I just kind of looked around and all of a sudden my, my crosshairs turned red. But I could not see the bomb, <laughs> the, the mine. Oh, in, 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 the, in the video, the guy, you could see it when the waves came down. Yeah. But for some reason in mine, it, it stayed hidden the whole time. So I was like, I was like, so I felt so relieved. It's like, oh, thank goodness I found it. Yeah, you should have heard me. I was like, that's my last one because that's when my my achievement triggered too. After when I found that one, oh sweet, inconceivable. I was like, finally. But yeah, I mean, the the challenges are interesting. They don't show up in the map. That that's one of the things I think you were mentioning before is that you know whether you find a treasure map or you see it with if you see it with your um. What do you call it? The dangerous, not the danger sense, but um, survival uh, instinct. Yeah, survival instinct. You use that survival instinct. That's your left bumper button, uh, and it lights up the area, kind of with a glow. And anything you can interact with or do something with shows up. So I'm running around that beach, and I'm stopping because you can't run around and have it on. I was stopping every couple. Feet. Every couple of feet and looking around with that thing on, like I had, you know, I had to turn the brights on all of a sudden <laughs> to look around. Yep. I'm, it. I'm like, it can't be any further over this way. But that, I, I appreciate that they added that because I think it's interesting and it's kind of a, a, a unique technique. But those challenges, that's the only way you can find them because they don't show up on your map. If you use the survival instinct, and I don't know if you ever noticed this, you turn it on and say you don't, didn't notice it, but because you saw it using the survival instinct, it will highlight it on your map as one of those items that you haven't picked up yet, but it's there. So you can use your map then to find that uh, if you if you happen not to cover it or pick it up like the mushrooms or something like that. Um, so I, I like I liked it. I like the the, the the game technique and the the, the the way everything worked, I thought just it. Gosh, it, I I can't bubble enough about it. I suppose <laughs> it was it was that's the way I feel. I feel like a like a little high school girl or something. You know, I'm all giddy over this thing. It's um, it really was a fantastic game. When you know, it's like every once in a while I get to these points where I'm kind of like I'm just bored and you know i saw someone the other day said they're kind of in a rut with gaming it's like what do people recommend and you know i've been there where i I just don't want to play anymore i'm it's like when i sit down i'm like what is it you know okay what should i work on oh assassin's creed 3 i'm not that bored um let me go on to something else you know um it's been like that with this game it's like i don't want to go to bed as soon as I get up, it's like I don't want to go to work. I want to just, just I want to come and play, um, and that's hard. It was hard, you know. I'm sitting here because I work from home. It was tough. Say, okay, I gotta wait. I gotta wait. I can't get your work done. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's, I told you that first time I was up to like three thirty in the morning and stuff, just playing it, just getting sucked into it. Yep, and I I did that. Um, was it Friday night? Yeah. I had to be up early Saturday. I had to be up and out of our house early, and all of a sudden I, I looked at the time and it was like one thirty, and I'm like, "Oh no, I gotta quit," you know. And every night that I played, I had to force myself to quit because I didn't want to, regardless of how tired I was. Um, you know, in fact, I think it was last night. I mean, because I only had like a couple hours of sleep Friday night. 
I was dead. I mean, I was dead on Saturday and it was like seven thirty, and I told the wife, I think I'm going to go to bed. She's like, it's seven thirty. I said, dear, I'm exhausted. I'm wiped out. So I come upstairs and I'm like, oh, it's seven thirty. It's, you know, I just, I don't want to go to bed that early, but I didn't feel like playing Tomb Raider. Cause I'm like, I'm just too tired. So I came in and I'm like, well, I'll just turn it on anyways. And if I fall asleep, well, then I'll just go to bed. Five hours later, I'm, I'm like, I need to go to bed, and I'm wide awake. You know, I completed the game, and this <laughs> is like, I, I, and I was wide awake. I had so much fun. It's like, oh my gosh, even when I'm like a zombie walking around, you know, just dead to the world, this game will wake me up, man. It's, it's, it, it's absolutely, I think, my game of the year. I really think that any other game that comes, and I guess I know it's only March. Yeah, but I find I really think it's going to be super hard for another game to step up to the level that this one has, and, and you know, just I, it's going to be tough. I yeah. think um, I well, can't I think, think of anything out there that's coming that has me, you know, like excited to think that it's going to be as good. So Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> I I hope it's good. I really liked the first one, but. I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't expect it to be as good as this was. And yeah. this was, and again, maybe part of it was that this was something I wasn't expecting to like. I'd never yes. played it. it. Was something new. I'd rented it. I wasn't sure what to think about it. And just bam, you know, right out the gate, it, it had me hooked. Um, would you Would you say that it was it was the Xbox 360's version of the um, Uncharted? I mean, abs- that- absolutely. So all the good things we've heard about Uncharted but have not been able to play because we don't have those PS3s, um, this is your opportunity to be able to do some of that. Well, this is interesting, too, is what I never knew until this week was I found out that Uncharted really stems from Tomb Raider. That's, that's I guess, where it came from or where it got its, oh, really? its roots, you know. So... I, that's what made me think. I was like, wow, I've always thought, you know, Uncharted was great. I wanted an Uncharted on Xbox. I said we never had it. Here I could have been playing Tomb Raider all along. So I, I do want to go back and play the older Tomb Raider games because if they are similar, I don't expect them to be like this. No. But if they're similar or can give me a good, you know, amount of gameplay or fun, kind of like this style of, I think I'll still enjoy them. So I'm going to check them out. And uh, we'll see what happens with those. But if if you love Tomb Raider and you've never played Uncharted, I, I tell people go get it, go play Uncharted. You know that it's in a fantastic series. I do think that this game was more fun uh, overall, but I think that might just be because it's on the Xbox, you know. I, and I love the controller. And um, but I, there is something about this that it's to me it's a it's just a hair bit better. Than Uncharted, I think they took took that and that formula and improved on it, um, and not but not to knock on Uncharted because it's it, Uncharted's fantastic too, um, yeah. But this is it. This is what I've been wanting on my Xbox for a long time. It hits all the right buttons. Exactly, like every single one of them. I, I couldn't find one thing wrong with this game. I told Rob earlier. I said I only one glitch did I see at one point. There was like a flashlight in midair. Mm-hmm. Floating in midair. That's it. Huh. I didn't. I didn't see like any kind of clipping or, or any real kind of, you know. Oh well, my my arms clipping through a wall or through an enemy. Yeah. Or I mean, the game was just 
quality all the way. So, yeah, I have to agree. I don't think I can even remember, other than trying to find a stupid mine, um, anything that was uh, off or glitchy or anything like that, or that no. prevented me from doing it. Yeah, no, it it worked really well. Uh, you can get online. Uh, I think the glitching issues or the problems would be with the multiplayer. Um, yeah. We did ex- we did experience some strange stuff there where all of a sudden we. Like, was it the first time we got dumped to a black screen where we did one round and then it was loading the second round and it just sat there forever? And finally, I think both, I had to dashboard out. I think you had to do the same, right? Yep. Yes, I did. And then we did get into another match eventually and play, but their multiplayer, I think, leaves some to be desired, but, you know, I didn't buy the game for multiplayer. Um, yeah, and to me, this is this is a single player only game. That's all you need it for, and it it is probably the best gaming you'll have on Xbox this year. Um, yeah, I I have to say that I and when we played it, I mean, I was kind of get the feel for it. It's kind of it's a third person multiplayer, kind of like in the Max Payne uh, style. Though I think Max Payne did it. It seemed to flow better with Max Payne. Yeah, it seems the people move kind of. I keep calling it janky, but it kind of reminds me of the way people moved in Bioshock 2 multiplayer um, and the way they kind of moved around. It's um, There's not really much of an aim assist that's going on. It's very free free aim. Um, as I played it today, because I wanted to try it out some more, I kind of was getting a better feel for it. Um, some of the, the, the uh, modes like um, Rescue, uh, which is where you go around and you... You have to collect five different med packs, and um, that's your target. And then the enemy's target is to kill 20 of the survivors. So they had some interesting game modes that was a little bit different. There's kind of a capture the flag where people have to um, start up. Um, they have multiple radios around the map, and they have to be there, and they, they start it up much like capturing a, a flag. But then the enemy has to um, kill you to prevent it, and they can bring it down. And they um, they can steal batteries from dead bodies, and you can keep them from, and that helps them. They have to collect so many batteries to uh, win the match while you're trying to activate three different radios. Um, so they had it, it's some interesting um, uh, mechanics, game modes that are going on. It, it's a little bit difficult for new people to get into because with they have lots of different. Um, upgrades and things and as the higher people get upgraded like we saw when we're playing you just get unloaded on they have benefits that just kind of change the way the game plays um but if you stick it out and you um and you play for a while you can get some of those upgrades and stuff things things um get a little bit better because they got things like you know you take less damage from bullets or from arrows or um survival things which make people tougher you know and i i remember shooting at people like man they're just not going down and I mean, it can be kind of things like that. So it is kind of a – it's not the best by any means. Um, but if you're looking for something a little bit different, it's not bad. I'll have to give it a – I'll have to give it a try. Try it again to see what I can do, see if I can get upgraded. Yeah. I need some of that take less damage. <laughs> give me yeah, that. They, I mean, 
the nice thing is they have a lot of different variety in terms of things that you can do to upgrade, whether it's your guns or your skills that you can add to the person. So, which is cool, but at the same time, it's it's um, debilitating because the new people don't have that, and so they're at a at a pretty good disadvantage. Uh, and they should have a better way of balancing that. But yeah, it'd be nice if they'd match you up by skill level. Because I mean, yeah. we first jumped yeah. in while we were both level ones, never played, and we were playing with what level forties and fifties already. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> we were getting yeah, they're all on the other team. It was like me, you, and another guy who was like level two or something like that. And we're like, uh, oh yeah, and they could jump teams. <laughs> that was another thing I didn't like is that oh, they could yeah. switch teams. So they had all the newbies. It was like three level ones against four or five level forties. You know, it's like, well, this isn't going to go well. You know, so then you see people dropping out and quitting because the deck is stacked against you. Yeah. It's, it's like, do you really need to all jump on the same team of high levels? And, you know, we're going to suck as it is. We're level ones. Come on. So that that I did not like. So they really need to do some work with that type of stuff. Um, but, again, it, it doesn't detract from the game the no. campaign. It's just a it's fantastic. Just yeah. yeah, think of it as, well, if you want to try it, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> That's not why you bought the game. You got so. your $60 worth in that single player alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, What did you think about the storyline um, at the end, how that all played out? Oh, well, i got to ask you one thing. i got to ask you this first. Did you not want to just put a bullet in the head of that black chick Oh, Reyes? Yes. Yes, man. She was such a, a pain yeah. in the pooch. Just her <laughs> attitude all the way through it. Well, we're leaving. I was like, damn, girlfriend. It's your <sighs> fault we're all here and dying. It's like, it's what? Like, you signed, you volunteered for this expedition. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and then you find out it wasn't her fault. You know, I mean, well, yeah. it wasn't hers anyways, but it was that, you know, uh, it was a Whitman or whatever. You know. Well, it's, yeah. Did you uh, can't see his last document. Oh. oh man, I was like, "Oh, you are such a!" I just bleep bleep bleep. You know, I'm like, "Oh, his his document." And it was like, I didn't I didn't listen to most of those. I just I don't. I'm not the kind of person that like. Typically, I don't. But for some reason, when that one played, I I was I guess because I saw it was his. Yeah. I was like, oh, what's this, you know? And then when I, when I saw what it was, I was like, you son of a gun, man. <laughs> it made me so much madder at the guy. <laughs> well, did you know, did you know Conrad and Reyes were, were in a relationship together? You didn't read those? No, uh uh-uh. uh. So when Conrad died and she got even angrier and she was living on because, and then Reyes' daughter that she's trying to get back to is Conrad's child. Oh, okay. And so part of her anger and everything stemmed from the fact that she just lost the person that she cared about the most and stuff. And, and which I thought his scene where he where he where he he dies, I thought was fantastic. I love the way that played out. And the fact that they actually took the time to to go through a burial. Um, I was like, you don't see that in games very often. Usually it's like, OK, the guy died. <laughs> Moving on. Yep, moving next. <laughs> and I like how they incorporated that into the story and, and, and how they continued it. I thought how they handled the characters was great. And the books, you got to read the documents because they gave you interesting things. There, there's a thing from Alex. There's a great document from Alex about how he's been – he's infatuated with Lara. And he wants – he's been trying to get her eye and stuff like that. And so part of the reason that he left the boat and everything he's trying to do makes more sense. 
Yeah, I I knew that because when when she went to get him and but he made the comment of how, about how often do I get to be the hero and yeah. you know and you could just tell the, the way he was talking and that was another thing like the dialogue and the the voice work in the game it was like I caught I knew it was obvious that he he had the hots for her you know yeah. that he was always trying to impress her because I didn't even think he said something about always trying to impress her and uh, it was just you know. Yeah, you really felt for the characters and, you know, even the side people that, you know, um, like the, the Samoan dude. I mean, he's cool, man. I like yeah, that dude. And Jonah. Jonah. And it's just like, oh, they just did such a fantastic job of, of the whole thing. It's like, I can't find anything bad to say about the campaign. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it, this is the way every title should be. It should be this good quality. It should be this good of a story writing and acting and gameplay and just, you know, overall fun. But what did you think of the whole mystical part at the end and how that all played out? And I you- enjoyed it. I, I, I was kind of looking for it. I mean, because I, I think that um, at least what I had understood about Tomb Raider is that it incorporates some of that. Um, and the other games as well. And so I was kind of expecting there to be kind of a mystical. So I wasn't surprised. I, 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 you had, you had, you knew where it was going, right? Right. It's not, it wasn't something that was, I don't think it was something that was, um, sudden by any means, but I liked the whole ending and how they built up to it and the, the fights that you kind of had to get through and you're trying to get in. There was a sense of urgency to it. I love the face off with, um, Matthias. Man, that where she gets the two pistols and stuff, yep. and she and you unload on him. I was like, that's just freaking awesome. I love the way it did it. Yep, it was excellent, and you know, it, it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was looking for that kind of thing, and I thought they did a really nice job of displaying the mystical and how it was going on. I kind of thought I'd see more from the the, the queen. You know, it seemed kind of. It wasn't even anticlimactic because I, I, you know, I liked it, but I thought there'd be some sort of big boss battle right there, and I was surprised it wasn't. That Matthias really was kind of the last fight. Yeah, I think the one before that, where you're finally, and, and all I gotta tell you, the, the the thing that cracked me up was right before him, you're fighting that big dude that's dragging the axe. Yes. And I don't know how many times did we see him in the game. And I'm like, oh, I remember the very first time I saw him, I was like, holy crap, don't make me. And this was pretty early. I was like, please, I don't want to fight this dude. I don't want to fight that guy. Please. you know. And I didn't have to. And then you see him again, and then you don't have to. And then finally, as you're going into that temple at the end, and he comes out that freaking door, I was like, oh, man. Because I thought <laughs> I killed him earlier. I, you know, And then I'm like, oh, man, I'm toast. And then, like, the wind carries him away. And I'm <laughs> sitting here going... You've got to be kidding me. I don't have to fight that dude. I'm like, at the one time, I was kind of like, that is awesome. I was so happy. The second time, I was like, well, let's see. I felt almost like it was cheap. Like, yeah. what? And then he shows up at the end, and I was like, oh, crap. I should have known I wasn't <laughs> going to get away with it. And um, he was a bit of a challenge, um, mainly because of after you took him, or actually you did the first 
time that you did the you know axe to the head yeah then all these like mystical dudes start appearing and and i'm running around the first time i'm just like wailing on them and of course then he's getting me and then i'm like wait a minute are these guys even real you know because it's like you you hit them and they puff they like disappear so then i'm like well let me just try to ignore them and then no i could take damage from them you know so (laughs) i was like oh this sucks you know it's so it took me a while to get through that um but it wasn't that bad but um to me that was kind of your boss fight yeah you know? and then of course because then but then i didn't know what to think when i saw matthias but as soon as i saw the way they were presenting it kind of like you know the quick time thing i'm like okay this won't be bad you know uh, but it was cool and the thing with the double weapons i'm kind of surprised because there was it who's the guy that she was kind of like her mentor that was Conrad. Okay, the older guy? Yeah, Conrad Roth. Okay, so um, when he died, you know, he had the two pistols. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And she only had one. And they made a point of, like, this, you know, they, they focused in on both of them. And I'm like, oh, cool. This is where she, because I've always seen her with two sidearms. In yeah. In game, she's running around with one. So I'm like, oh, cool. There we go. She's That's that's the story of how she gets her two sidearms from this guy that's kind of mentored her. And yeah. and then they just disappeared, and she was the rest of the game. She had one gun, and I was kind of like, well, "Where where is the second gun?" And then again, you see the second gun come into play at the very end when she takes his. And she, yeah. Then she holsters both of them on her on her. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. There you go. There you I go. Thought so... the same thing. I had, I had thought the same thing too that they were going to come from Conrad, but they didn't. Yeah, because I was like, next time I'm in a gunplay, I'm like, yeah, I'm going all gangster, man, double, pulling out the double pistols, man, and I got nothing. I was like, where is it? <laughs> How do I pull the second one out, you know? <laughs> so I was actually looking forward to doing that, and he didn't get to do it, but. No. Um, it I, was cool yeah. taking out Matthias. Yeah, and then fighting, fighting your way to get to the final part, just you know, fighting the wind and climbing and all the platforming you had to do just to get to the last part. I thought that in and of itself was a really good boss fight, if you will. Yes. Because that was one heck of a challenge. Take, you know, was it the storm guard <laughs> fighting the storm? Yeah. You know, that that was an entity in and of itself. So, um, and I did, I had some struggles at one part because I couldn't tell where I was supposed to go. And um, it made for a challenge when you're on the rock using that, climbing axe and it's like you can't when you're on the rock you can't pan the camera around you know to really look and i was getting kind of frustrated it's like i don't know where to go <laughs> yeah. what did you think about the um the the mystical ending and everything and how that played out i i thought it was pretty cool uh, my only question is what did is sam going to be changed did something happen to sam Mm-hmm. Will we will we see more of this in the next game? Um, and I'm I know there's going to be another one. I'm, I'm sure of it. I mean, they they left they ended the game, yet left it open for the next one. Um, so I really liked how they ended it um, with her on the boat and they're, they're going home and she's like, I'm not going home. You know, I'm I'm like, and she's got that book. And she's she's going to continue on something. You know, something she's got the next journey already in mind. Yep. And in the whole thing with Sam of, you know, she had some time where that sun queen or whatever was, you know, doing whatever to her transference of soul or whatever. So I'm, I'm just wondering if that's going to play a part later or if she's actually okay. Um, 
But um, I really liked the way the game played. I liked there. I really had no complaints about it in any way. Um, I thought the whole story was excellent, and it was a fantastic yarn. I know it was a great tale. And it was. I want more, man. I do too, man. It's it's like one of those things. Games like uh, Mass Effect or, or whatnot, you, you finish the story and you really got into it. Um, and it has a great ending on it, so uh, it's even better than Mass Effect in that regards. Um, that you just don't want to, you don't want to stop. You're, I mean, that, that's one of the reasons. I mean, I think both of us can agree that the, we really hope that the DLC has some sort of um, story elements to it, and it's not just like new maps for multiplayer or um, characters or whatnot. That that there's some substance there that can take us back and we can enjoy doing that stuff again. Exactly, because it, it was fantastic. You know, I and there's so many ways they could do it. I just, you know, they could add on, like, where is she going next? We could take on with DLC on maybe some small missions or something that would even lead up to the next story. You know, they, they could throw in a bunch of little things that would lead on to the next one. Um, even if they went back somehow and said, you got to go back to this island for some reason. You know, whatever. Yeah. I, I'd happy do it. And if there's more dudes to fight and... You know, I, I, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready to go back for more. So, <laughs> but, oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think that wraps up our spoiler yep. cast. Unless you got any last minute uh, comments on the game. I don't. If you're on the fence, you should buy it. Yeah, there's no fence. It's buy it. <laughs> game of the year. I mean, seriously, I just cannot. Um, I just can't think of any reason not to get this game. It covers everything that a gamer wants. It's fantastic gameplay. It's fantastic story. Fantastic visuals. Um, it gives you uh, action. It gives you adventure. It gives you open world. It's linear yet open world. Um, you're free to explore. Um, there, it's just it has everything. It's got one awesome bow. <laughs> one awesome bow. <laughs> the problem is when you get it fully charged up and upgraded, you're almost done. That's I guess there's a complaint. Yeah. <laughs> I need about 20 more hours of gameplay after I've upgraded my bow fully. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is just nasty once it's upgraded. And then you're flipping through. I mean, you got to watch when you're flipping through. Like I was trying to shoot birds, and I blew it up with a grenade by accident on them with an explosive arrow. <laughs> Oh, I shot something close range with an explosive arrow by mistake and blew myself up. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought that was a regular arrow. <laughs> Oops. I had to look at my ammo count to make sure I was picking the right arrow. Yep, exactly. So, but No, it's excellent. I think you're right on. All right. Well, well thank you so much, Mud, for joining me and, uh, no and talking about the game. And uh, we'll definitely have to do this. I think I might pull you in again for Bioshock, so... Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> so I, that's on my list. I'll definitely be playing it. Um, so I think, what is the next big title you're looking for? Is that is that it? Bioshock is probably it. I mean, Gears of War is coming out here um, shortly too. Is that that's not is that not next week, but the week after that? Uh, or is it next week? I think I actually took it up. No, it's not next week. I think it's the week after. So the week after. Okay, yeah, it's coming up. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get it, but I'm really, really looking forward to Bioshock because I was a big fan of the first one and the second one. Um, I really like that world and that, that element. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the the Cloud City and, and all that. Well, that's, yeah, so 
uh, in two weeks, we get, I know what, this is what you want, the Walking Dead Survival Instinct. That's the game I know you're waiting for, right? <laughs> hey, I love Walking Dead, and I like, and I love where the series, uh, the television and the comic book, but I just, I just don't know. <laughs> the game's even budgeted at 50 bucks, so. Is yeah, it really? Yep, it, it, it looks horrible. I'm like, I'm a big Walking Dead fan too. In fact, as soon as we're done here, I gotta go watch tonight's episode. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, wait, it's sitting there waiting for me to watch, so. But um, this game looks just brutal. But yeah, Gears of War comes out on the 19th. I've already got that one uh, pre-ordered, so I will definitely have that on that day. Yeah. And then in, uh, Bioshock Infinite's the following week on the 26th. So along with wow, along with Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 14 as well all comes out on the same day. So oh well. But I will definitely, well, maybe we'll do a spoiler if there is anything worth Gears of War stuff, uh, judgment, but Bioshock for sure. Well, that, that'll be a good one, I think, to talk about. Oh, yeah. So. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. So Sorry. we'll see. We'll see if it uh, surpasses our current game of the year at the moment. Okay. So. The current selection. Exactly. Alright, man. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. I do appreciate it. It was nice. Oh, anytime, man. We appreciate it. And uh, sorry for being late. Ah, it's all right. I, I, oh, you missed the whole thing. You, <laughs> we got started late because you guys all changed time today. Arizona yes. didn't. <laughs> so I was actually asleep tonight. I had fallen asleep on the couch with my son, my youngest son. Him and I fell asleep on the couch. I woke up like ten after seven. Normally it's eight o'clock my time to record, but once everybody springs ahead, I it changes to seven my time. And um, so I'm, like, talking to kids and get them there, their cupcakes because they didn't get their cupcakes after dinner. So we were sitting down eating them. And all of a sudden I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, it's like 7.20, 7.15, 7.20. And I'm like, oh, time change. I'm supposed to be recording. So, <laughs> so I run up here and you're not on. And I'm like, oh, no, he, he got on and I wasn't here. And so. No, no, I've had some. I've been dealing with a sick puppy. Yeah. That evening. And uh, it's just kind of. <laughs> I was trying to get her comfortable. <laughs> uh, it worked out. So, uh, and everybody appreciates. Uh, I like having you guys on from the community. So, but with that, I will, we will take off. I am uh, Mark, aka Wingman Seven Hundred Nine, taking off. See you later.